Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Now's the time to save 30% on wedding jewelry. Only on BlueNile.com. Make sure your wedding ring is the one with your pick of diamond and lab-grown diamond bands, all hand-finished and graded for excellence. Or surprise her with something blue she'll love for life, like a stunning pair of sapphire earrings. Blue Nile's jewelry experts are available 24-7 to help, from fit questions to style advice. Right now, get up to 30% off at BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Episode 227 of See You Next Wednesday. 227? Yeah. Oh my god, it's the Marla Gibbs. (laughs) I didn't get a 227 quote together. Oh man. Sorry, go ahead. (laughs) I did not know. Well, this is it. We're starting this Mary. way. We are a film and pop culture podcast where a single die roll decides what movies we have to see this week. We drop on Wednesday, July 27th, 2016. My name is Dan Gorman and Spider Silk. That means whoever did this is spidery. <laughs> My name is Casey Lyons and ah, I don't want to be a chef. I want to not be on fire. <laughs> My name is Greg Lagro and if Matrix was here, he'd laugh too. <laughs> Oh my god, we have tons of stuff to talk about this week. Two of us went and saw Star Trek Beyond, while one of us stayed at home and watched Star Trek The Final Frontier. Uh, We will talk about a punishment album that was given to these guys last week by me. We will roll for movies next week, and we will talk about an episode of The O.C. in the Orange You Glad It's The O.C. Bitch Corner. Uh, Bitch. So we got tons of stuff to talk about. If you would like to give us feedback on anything that we talk about on the show or any past episodes, email us at info at modernsuperior.com. We would love to hear from you in the review section of iTunes. Mm -hmm. So go on there, search for our name, and you'll find us. Rate and review us. Mm -hmm. And uh, tell all your friends about us uh, in real life. Tell them. Yeah, and you can follow us on Facebook and Twitter at SYNWPC. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. And respond on Facebook too. That's totally. Fun. A lot of yeah. that. So check us out there. Uh, tons of movie news and things to talk about this oh week. Oh my goodness. You so much. had a note that you sent this uh, today that you wanted to get to that was a little more podcast related. Yes. I just want to talk about uh, Modern Superior's newest acquisition, a show that we're very, very excited about. It's called A Frame Apart. Yeah. Uh, hosted by Ariel and Bob. Uh, Ariel is a, uh, a film critic. Uh, in Toronto yeah. of some regard, and uh, mm-hmm. Bob is a screenwriter, and they uh, will discuss two films with a connection. Sometimes the connection is obvious, sometimes not. Yeah. First episode, they talk about the connection between the Marvel Universe and the Kevin Smith uh, View Askew Universe. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah. And... and if you think that even sounds remotely interesting, wait until you listen to it. Definitely. It's insanely interesting. Also, uh, in listening to it, uh, you know, not to brag, but uh, <laughs> I am privy to these things before you get them. Um, <laughs> uh, 
in listening to it, I found out that there was a failed Clerks sitcom. Oh my god! Uh, pilot for mm-hmm. it, and it's uh, and so I went ahead and watched that. <laughs> me too. And uh, let me tell you. Oh my God! It's the least funny thing I've, I've ever, ever seen. I don't think I've ever seen anything more awkward or painful. What about the Uncle Buck sitcom? It, the <laughs> Uncle Buck sitcom had Kevin Meany, and now I do not condone that as a selling point for anything. <laughs> but it, it it is more of a selling point yeah. than uh, than this. Clip it's thing. it's mm. uncomfortable. Uncle Buck. Yeah, uh, it has a sweet theme song too. Yeah, the Clerks is uncomfortable. It's but just anyway, so I'm, bad. I've totally gone off track. Uh, uh, so yeah, so check out. It's going to come out every Friday. First episode's going to come out this Friday on Modern Superior. dot com. It's called A Frame Apart. Check yeah. it out. It's great. You get to. You, there's a lot of podcasts about movies, but it's cool to get two sort of sides from the screenwriting uh, angle and then from the critical angle. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's not just another show where you get a movie review and they'll say whether it's good or not. You yeah. get yeah. you get a little bit more in, of an insight from that kind of a industry nuts and bolts angle. So it's yeah. really cool. Very cool. Yeah. It yeah. almost feels like the canon. Yeah. Uh, like like which is like a wildly entertaining and still very uh informative yeah. podcast yeah sweet yeah, yeah and so ariel's uh was a frequent contributor to uh, yeah. the do-over uh, yeah yeah it was always an amazing guest down there totally very, very bright uh film viewer yeah 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 exciting a lot of good stuff to come totally speaking of good stuff to come mm-hmm. uh all over the news it's been comic-con News yeah. from Comic-Con, oh, good yeah. things for nerds on the horizon. Yeah. Um, so, you know, we don't have to have another week where we're like, oh, what was it that was in the news? Everything was in the news yeah. this so, week. So much. So many things. I yeah. didn't see even half of it. There was so much. Yeah. I've only been keeping up with a couple of the things. A couple of things. Yeah. I, will, I think we should start out with, uh, I think, Head & Shoulders, the best oh, yeah. thing that, uh, that or, or in my opinion, the best thing that I saw from uh, the Comic-Con rush, which was the Wonder Woman oh, uh, yeah. trailer. Oh, my God. Holy shit, that so looks good. fucking awesome. Totally. It yeah. looks beautiful. Yeah. yeah. Like, it looks... Yeah. Like that really... trailer is awesome, and the little, like, glowing la- lasso oh stuff. Oh, my God. Yo. The way that that, like, juxtaposes from the sort of, you know, um, dusty kind of throwback yeah. sort of vibe. Yeah. It, it had, uh, w- w- the, when the trailer first started, I thought, because I like the Captain America movie, the, the first Avenger, mm-hmm. but I do kind of have an aversion to the whole kind of, like, vibe that th- these two movies are, that kind of, like, throwback sort of, uh, like, period, period piece. piece yeah. But, yeah, yeah. But that ha- adds this whole kind of, like, fantastical element to it, much like the the uh, event. Uh, uh, fuck. Anyway, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> the Marvel Much the Marvel like the, the first Avenger did. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's yeah. hot. It, yeah. it does what, uh, what to, to my mind... DC should have done all along, which was make a lighter, more fun, um, not necessarily lighter even, like it's still got no, a bit of a dour kind of like, uh, but, but it's brighter yep. and it looks nicer. It's yep. not, you know, either blue or brown. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, it, it, and, uh, and it has a glowing lasso. Like yeah. they're not trying to get rid of that for the sake of their fucking, now, yeah, they're going to explain it into the ground or whatever, but it looks nice well, and it looks won't. like. I just don't think they're going to have the invisible jet and that's fine. Yeah. Oh no, yeah. they won't. They, I think Zack Snyder has said there's not going to be an That's invisible. so horrible. Yeah. All right. Yeah, maybe it, for you. I, I but think... I think, I feel like it should have had this real super friends. The whole thing should have had a real super friends feeling. Uh, but, uh, 
uh, form of podcast. Yeah. Um, I yeah I, I I was I had high hopes for this movie to begin with, and then that trailer just knocked me out. And I think I I really did think a lot about uh, Captain America: The First Avenger, or just that yeah. turn in the MCU. Because I feel like the Captain America movies, everything, all of this started because Iron Man was very successful. And Tony Stark has kind of been the glue of the whole universe. But uh, Captain America turned out to be sort of the grounded center of everything that holds together. Those are the most consistent movies. Yeah, I think the first one doesn't And I think this is what DC desperately needs is a grounded center. Yeah. And And I I hope it's this. Yeah, for sure, because they don't know how to do Superman. Yeah, that's a big mess. I think it 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 will be really interesting to see that that if that is the through line to DC from here forward, because yeah. I think get they her ha- out front. Let they, Wonder Woman yeah, lead this. Thing. They have basically dropped the ball with their two men. Yeah, and it's like let Wonder Woman swoop in and yeah. like pick up this sort of like failed machismo. Yeah, like yeah. you know, you, we had the the movie that came out and and was critically savage for how gross and like you know dour it was, and now yeah. have her come in and be like, I got this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But do you think? I mean, I I don't know that it's even uh, like I think that it's interesting that it is a, a female front and yeah. a female directed movie or whatever. But I don't even think it's it's male against female. I just think no. it's it's poor directing. Yeah. Snyder's poor directing versus somebody who looks like they have a great eye for for this. Yeah, mm-hmm. do you know what I mean? Like, I, like I don't even think that it's like, uh, like oh, good good for women. It's just like yeah. oh, good for DC. <laughs> They're sure. fucking pulling their heads out. Well, of I think houses. DC needs it. Yeah, yeah. and I, and I think it's interesting. I don't want to jump ahead to the Justice League trailer too quickly, uh, yeah, yeah. but I feel like. I know you, if, from your reactions, but I do feel like all of a sudden I'm interested in DC now. Yeah. After yeah. Wonder Woman and I and the Justice League trailer, I'm kind of thinking, I think maybe DC could pull pull a couple punches now. It, yeah. They 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 have all the opportunity to. Yeah. It's there. Um. In re, the only thing I forgot to mention, uh, in rewatching Batman Loves Superman. Yeah. Um, it was Batman uh, v Superman and Martha. Right, <laughs> Martha. <laughs> you have a mom. <laughs> um, it uh, the only thing that I that I came around on that I initially was a little like I don't what what. Uh, but on the second watch, I quite liked was the Wonder Woman theme guitar. I fucking love it. And the first time through, I, I was like, "Does she have a theme song going yeah. on in the middle of this movie? That's weird." <laughs> but then I was watching like, it, "Fuck yeah, she has a theme song." For That's sure. dope. It just I wish seems everybody so out of touch with everything else going on in the movie. In that movie, it was yeah, yeah. weird, and but it I still was like... is. But at the same time, when, on the second watch, I was like, "Nah, this is pretty dynamite." Yeah, because she's good. Yeah. I'm, I'm digging what she's doing. And here. that riff is fucking dope it's as hell. Bad. And then when it comes in in the when it lands in the trailer, I was like, "Oh, yeah." <laughs> Download that. So put it on my old. MP3 player. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> my mini disc player. Yeah, yeah. totally. Mm-hmm. Download the dat tape of that. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. And but then, then, yeah, Justice, Justice League. League. Just the Justice Listen, League. I'm going to come out hot and heavy here for the Justice League trailer. Right. I was. Put I your was... pants back on. <laughs> Zip. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it is both hot and heavy. It's very heavy. I was down with that trailer. And I, f- I feel like out of I saw a lot of tweets being like overall DC Comic Con more sour dour DC oh, I don't think so at all. And I, I feel think like they're Justice very League was a whack and deal. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Fun. I yeah. think they were swinging hard the other way. Going, <laughs> and I was like, look at how f- funny we are. Yeah. Like, we got Jimmy Fallon playing the Flash. <laughs> I didn't see that at all. Oh, I did not like that guy. I we don't need know. To talk about Kevin, <laughs> yeah. guys. Yeah, we really do. I don't know. He's gonna fuck everything up. Yeah. I see. I don't know much about. 
I, I don't know. I haven't watched much of the Flash show. I don't know. So people are saying that the guy in the show is better. Yeah, uh, well, I just saw well, the trailer because this kid hasn't really done anything yet. Exactly. So we don't know if he's good or bad. Yeah. Right. So I just but saw the trailer. The kid and was on like, the okay, show. It's fine. I didn't. I, now I watched the trailer of the Flash and I was like, no thanks. Yeah. And then I wound. Then I kept on seeing ads for new episodes. Yeah. Or and whatever. I'm like, what's going on with this show? And then I really got into it. And I'm like, this is pretty good. Yeah. It like it's not the greatest by any means, but. No. If you like comics and junk, it's pretty fucking awesome because <laughs> yeah. they go and it, it goes far enough like it needs to. Like we were talking about yeah. the Ninja Turtles. Like you've got to do the whole thing. Totally. And they really get into it. They get some like pretty crazy villains in there that are like, are you fucking nuts? You can't <laughs> do that in a TV show. Uh, but they're like, fuck it. Yeah. Uh, it's a flash. Uh, who cares? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Who cares? It's DC. Yeah. We're built on low expectations. But it, it's really worked. Yeah. It's really worked. Um, and yeah, that guy kind of, he's, he's got his following. So yeah. it is weird. I think they're playing with fire a bit by yeah. fucking up. By like alienating, like alienating the one thing that is working right really now, well yeah. for them. Yeah. That show has like a couple of fucking spinoffs yeah. and shit. That's nuts. Yeah. I, I, and, and I guess I'll also come out on the, um, on the Aquaman stuff. I know uh -huh. you guys were not, or at least Casey was saying not big on this Aquaman oh, stuff. so dumb. But see, you were kind of saying what what Greg was saying about the Flash, like you should you should go with Aquaman and do a silly Aquaman and well, not try and make him silly. I'm not saying silly. I'm just saying recognize that he's a superhero yeah. who talks to fish and don't try to make him a cool badass because yeah. it's the only thing that they can do. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like because Aquaman is so often maligned as being the wackiest, the weirdest, shit, wackiest. Yeah. Uh, don't. Yeah. Don't go. No, he's not. He's a big tattoo yeah. guy. Yeah. And we got James Wan to direct it. And James Wan has even said he was like, "We're going to incorporate horror elements yeah. into the uh, like I'm going to." incorporate my horror eye yeah. into uh, uh, the Aquaman, Aquaman uh, 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 movie that he's directing and I'm like why is yeah, that going to save know. anything? You know, they should have just followed you know, their cue from I don't know the source material <laughs> and uh, the DC still runs Aquaman comics because yeah. they figured it out and they know it's kind of silly and I... they know he's a dated character who was created in the 40s and he looks like a <laughs> fucking quarterback Yeah, you know? yeah. but the, instead they, they kind of ran with that and in the comics they made him sort of weird and out of touch but like wildly arrogant too. Yeah, and a lot of that shit and it's like hey man fit it in there you've got your Thor yeah. like run yeah. with it that, make like, him that's, uh, that's all you need to do is, is ridiculous yeah. as a character. You can't buy that. No one's going to buy yeah. it, but they made it fucking Although work. I, and they make the comics work because yeah. they believe in the material. They do not believe in the material in DC. The, yeah. in the DCU. No, so they're That's why they're fucking up Superman. That's why they fuck up Lex Luthor. That's why they fuck up Lois Lane. That's why they're fucking up Aquaman. Well, here's they the thing. fuck up Lois Lane. <laughs> here's the thing. I don't know they if don't we've, know what they're doing. I don't know if we've seen enough of Aquaman because I think if you look at like certain shots of the early trailers of Thor, you might not necessarily know how wacky that movie's going to be. Yeah, from yeah. those early scenes yeah. that they. Okay, and so I think maybe here's it's going to be wacky, but I don't think getting I don't think this Captain gonna... Game of Thrones to play no. uh, uh, Aquaman but is the is the move. I do think or when James when when moment. I as somebody that doesn't know much about Aquaman thinks how are they going to do Aquaman in a movie, and I see them going like a grizzled like sea captain character. <laughs> 
<laughs> which is kind go of yar. which I kind of feel like he is. He's got like the long hair, and they've yeah. done like a buff version of him. But he is kind yeah. of like a guy that I might think in a movie version of a wharf, I might see like wandering around, like buffed out and like you know come in from the sea or whatever. Oh, and yeah, I'm kind of like I totally get that, and I kind of want to see where they take it. They've given him a real Neptune kind of look. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, and yeah. I think that's but, not like, rip Neptune. Yeah, with the sweet tats. I'm kind of like <laughs> I want to see where they go. It tats. it makes visual sense to me but i'm I, I agree i will wait until i see like how are they going to treat him as a character because they've really only shown him like i'm in the bar and i make a little snide remark yeah, that's basically all we've seen heard you yeah. say a word here yeah uh that's not what he sounded like at all by the way <laughs> <laughs> don't know why i did that voice but overall uh, with the justice league trailer i thought i'm more on board than this outside of suicide squad which i'm pretty much like excited to see hoping it's good but outside of that on DC, these are the two things that I've thought, oh, no, I'm I'm interested in these. Yeah. Uh, that, After being not interested at all with Batman v right. Superman. Oh, one more quick thing that I want to talk about uh, Justice League and then segue into uh, Suicide Squad is um, uh, Cyborg. I think Cyborg looks uh, fucking silly as shit, and I yeah. think he looks like the WB or what is it now? Is it WB still? Is that still? Yeah. I think he looks like the fucking television version of that character. Like a Captain Power. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Sure. All right. We'll go Captain Power. But should he Uh, be serious and then Aquaman be silly? I feel like there's a reversal. No, I just think he looks dumb. Yeah. And I, I don't know if they're going to make him so. I think Maybe they'll do like silly. another pass of CGI on him or something. Yeah. <laughs> Ideally, because I just, I think he looks like a fella in an awkward suit. Yeah. 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 But uh, but yeah, so on to the, uh, the the Suicide Squad thing. Did you guys see that Joker? The little Joker, Joker teaser nah. trailer. Yeah, I no? saw that it was there and I was like, no, nah. I'll just see this movie. I'm just going to see this movie eventually. I don't need I to. watched it. I, I watched it and it, yeah. it pushed me further away. I'm Did waiting. It, yeah. I, I, saw, yeah. I heard some negative and I'm like, oh, fucking. Yeah, I think it's another one of those things. I don't want to be the, let's wait for the movie, guys. But I do yeah. feel like that thing is going to live or die by the movie's use of him mm-hmm. and yeah. i still feel like they haven't given us the, in the trailers they just give his laugh and then they give him driving the car and then but he has a couple shots grabbing people's faces yeah saying things i like this yeah <laughs> uh, like so it's scary yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i'm sorry greg <laughs> just did a really good impression yeah um it's an off-putting it's character very so far because it feels like he's trying to uh, at once, he, he's like, you know what I'm going to do is I'm going to do a lot of um, uh, Heath Ledger, but I'm also going to temper that with some Jack Nicholson. Yeah. And uh, fuck it, there's probably going to be some Cesar Romero yeah. up in this bitch. <laughs> like, I, I think he's trying to do everything, and also he's a guy with, you know, the the metal teeth and shit. Yeah. And I'm like, I, I, there's no element of this that mm-hmm. makes me, that, that gives me uh, peace with it. I agree. But I feel like if there's anyone that defies categorization in terms of like thinking he's a real idiot and that he's dumb and his characters are shitty and then you watch the movie and you're like oh he is actually a pretty good actor like he's been in some movies like where you watch him knowing that he's a real douchebag yeah. and then you say oh no you you know how to act you're, Look, you're I, usually I, I hate, pretty good <laughs> i hate sean penn his public persona. yeah i don't know him as a person i'm pretty sure he's a scumbag but uh i don't know him as a person but i hate his public persona yeah. Yeah. but everyone so and i don't ever want to like him in a movie yeah so when he does an i am sam i 
can laugh my ass off at how terrible he is. Yeah. Uh, but then every once in a while, I'm like, exactly. ah, he's a, God damn it. He's an every yeah. once in a while so guy. Good, yeah. and, and Jared Leto, too. Like, is, I mean, yeah. I think he was fucking he's amazing in Dallas Buyers Club. Amazing performance. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's, he's another every once in a while guy. And yeah. I'm like, is this a once in a while or is this a, a whiff? <laughs> I feel like he's, uh, I don't know. Uh, maybe, maybe I'm just, it's, maybe I'm, I'm colored by the... Uh, Sending people dead rats yeah. and fucking condoms and shit. Yeah. Just like, That's so oh, dumb. you precious little actor. Yeah. You go fucking just act in a movie. Outside of him, I'm like, this looks fun. The action yeah. in those trailers look sweet. Yeah. And I'm I just very curious. Yeah. I, don't, I don't have a lot of expectation here. It might be. But a, I'm very curious. Yeah. yeah. And it might be one of those movies where you see it and, you know, they've pushed this neon angle with like super crazy kooky music yeah, and stuff yeah. and you might watch the movie and it's like well we made this when we were making batman v superman so yeah it's very serious and <laughs> i have a feeling that they're trying to retrofit it with a personality yeah, uh, yeah. and and i i don't know how that's going to look but yeah. again you know movies have succeeded uh have had a massive overhaul and then succeeded, and then succeeded. So, yeah, yeah, yeah who knows who knows yeah. um Another trailer from Comic-Con that I wanted to mention was yeah. Kong Skull Island. I didn't get a chance to see this. No. Holy fuck. Here it looks terrific. This fucking trailer looks amazing. <laughs> <It> looks, <laughs> if, if there's another thing that I, that I would say was, uh, was almost on par with, uh, with my excitement for Wonder Woman, it's, uh, it's Kong. Yeah. It, I, I might even put Kong at the top of my list just because, I, I don't know, I'm not, I'm not a, a Kong guy. I like I You're like the movies. Kongsman. <laughs> I'm not a Kongsman. Um, uh-huh. I like uh, I like myself a good Kong movie. Yeah, sure. sure why but, not? But uh, mm-hmm. I I don't think I've ever been exci- as excited for this one. Even I'm more excited for this than I was even at the time for Peter Jackson's. And yeah. and I'm just thinking the visuals in this trailer. You know, people have been describing it as like Apocalypse Now meets a Kong movie because it has all these crazy sweeping you know jungle yeah. war sort of, sort of stuff going on. Man, it looks fucking good. Yeah, and they look it like they've crazy. done good on how how big they've made Kong and yeah. how menacing they've made Kong. It's like uh, what we were, we were talking about in the thread earlier is um, like I feel like it succeeds. Now again, we've just seen the trailer, yeah. kind of thing. So who knows? And I've seen the entirety of Jurassic World, <laughs> but I think that uh, that um, was it Jonathan vote. Roberts, yeah, whatever. the director of, uh, uh, of Kings, uh, Kings of, Summer. of Summer, which is a fucking great movie. Yeah, yeah. I need um, to see that. Uh, I think he gets what Colin Trevorrow didn't, which is keeping the tone of everything in the non-Kong parts. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. like it has a whole fantastical world, like in a fully realized world in which it lives. Yeah. So that when the crazy action stuff happens, you're fully invested. Yeah. Yeah, man. I think this thing looks fucking I can't great. wait. Sam Jackson and uh, John Goodman in a Kong movie. Yeah. Holy shit. Again, I, I, I have all sorts of time for Eugene Cordero. Yeah. I think he's fucking great. And to see him in a in a big movie is pretty dope. This thing, like, I, I, I didn't know we were this close to a trailer either. And, and, like, the name's been around, but I was, like, totally not thinking about it. And then when this trailer hit, even it, I, like, it hit and then people said it looked awesome. And then I waited, like, two days. And then when I watched the trailer, I went, oh, my God. And watched it, like, three more times. <laughs> yeah. And then I wanted to mention, um, on the Marvel side of things, I didn't look at a lot of stuff, but the Thor Ragnarok and the Guard- Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 logos, just as a person, I guess, who just watched Stranger Things and a big fan of the 80s, the yeah. both of those logos just had this like great 
great 80s vibe 80s yeah. almost video game vibe and oh man the ragnarok logo really does it for me and it really mm, ho- makes oh, really? me i didn't see it yeah it's just hmm. there's something about it it has that kind of like neon with the lines through it kind of thing going on um it makes me hope as much as you can from a logo for a movie that they get away from what I really didn't like about the last one and they get back to the fun stuff of the first one. Ooh, is it this that you're talking about? Oh, yeah. That is fucking <laughs> yeah. great. Oh, I wow. love that. Yeah. That's so video game It's so, yeah. like, yeah, Jeez. I love it. Boy. I love it. It makes me think, like, oh, yeah, comic book movie. Yeah. Come on. Well, this, is the movie, this is the movie that Taika Waititi's directing. Yeah. So, uh, and, and yeah, <laughs> I, I have a feeling he's going to inject the right amount of fun. Totally. Interesting. That's super exciting. Mm. So that was the logo front that I was just got yeah, excited dynamite. for. Dynamite. All right. Yeah. Um, what else, Casey? Uh, what well, real, real, real quick, this isn't a lot of information, but they're saying that uh, now they're saying that Alden I- Aaron Reich yeah. has signed on for at least three Han Solo movies. Yeah. What? Um, yeah. Uh, so they're really going to delve into the, uh, the background <laughs> and kind of make him into a bunch of you know, crazy adventures kind of thing. Yeah. I guess, you know, they're going to try for a real Indiana Jones in space thing. Um, And uh, an insider has said now, you know, who fucking knows who the insider is or if he can even read. But uh, it says that the script is by far the best Star Wars script that has been said about it. And I don't know. Again, it's Chris Miller and Phil Lord. So, yeah. So totally. I don't know. I, I, I'm I'm becoming more and more cautiously <laughs> yeah. optimistic. And again, Alden Ehrenreich was fantastic. Possibly the best thing about uh, Hail Caesar. Yeah. Oh, I think unquestionably the uh, best thing about Hail Caesar. I mean, I mean, Clooney was pretty great. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he was. And, just, I guess and I, uh, mm. you know, David Kermholtz was pretty fantastic yeah. too. But uh, but he he was he's so entertaining, and he has the charisma. I think he does. Yeah. I think so. it's interesting. We're getting a lot of like doubling down on the Star Wars content, and yeah. I'm still extremely excited for Rogue One. Um, but oh, uh, I do think it's like this is the first time we've had so much Star Wars on the horizon, right? Like yeah. in a long oh, yeah. time. Oh, yeah. so, this is the most. Yeah, like ever. ever. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> yeah, there's all of these movies I, coming yeah. at us. So I guess like if if they say they're gonna do three and then they do one and it's it's great and then it doesn't like they don't end up doing the other two or who knows like contracts I guess can morph but yeah. maybe we'll get three great movies I don't know hmm. I just feel like we're coming into this thing where we there with more Star Wars content comes more of a possibility some of it will suck. But I mean, yeah. we've had Certainly, some sucky but, but Star but that, Wars for a see, while. See, that's so. the thing is that is that we we live in a world now where some Star Wars content sucks and just some sucks is, so bad is yeah. that Great. that we can take the that like we're we're well ready to take the good with the bad. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I'm fully ready for one of these anthology movies to really miss the mark and go, boy, that sucked. Yeah, but it's but not going to make one. me hate. Yeah. episode nine. Yeah. Um, and then, Not that I'm going to hate episode eight, but you know. <laughs> uh, in a little bit of a switcheroo on the marketing department side oh, of things, yeah. um, the new film from the writer and the writer director team um, behind the guest and your next, mm. they announced the movie the, the Woods. They released a trailer for it, mm-hmm. and then now uh, they have rebranded the film. Um, which I guess was the plan all along to be a uh, revealed to be a uh, sequel 
to the Blair Witch Project. Right. Yeah. Um, just called Blair Witch. And one of the characters in the film is the brother of Heather from the original film who goes, uh, finds some new footage and decides he's going to go find his sister in the woods. Uh-huh. Um, I was on board with the trailer of Just the Woods. Yeah. Just because in names alone, after those two movies. Of course. And now that they've rebranded it, I'm still on for it. And I think the trailers still look pretty good but i do think there's a you know there's a cloud overhead you know oh now it just makes me feel like like i i don't know there's a real pall over for me yeah like i i'm not i look at it and i'm just like i mean blair witch was fine it was gimmicky uh sure but i think it's better but it was a gimmicky thing that that we can look at now being gimmicky, but yeah. at the time, no one had ever done it. No one it. had ever done it before. Oh, no. And listen, man, it it holds up as, it as far up. as the Definitely. found footage thing goes. It really holds up. Yeah. It's, the tension is built quite masterfully. It's, I agree. It's, it's when, really when was well the last time you watched it? Uh, I don't know, four or five years ago. So you've watched it again after the theater? I definitely oh, yeah. have. I've seen it a few times. Yeah, I've, seen it, yeah. I've seen it four or five times. See, I've only, I only saw it in the theater. I've never I seen it in the, the theater. I saw it in the theater, and, uh, and when it was over, I was like, good enough. I don't ever have to watch that again because I've seen it all. Like, um, uh, like th- th- there was nothing about it that made me feel like I needed to, that drew me to watching it again. Yeah. So that feeling makes me not feel like I need to see this movie. Yeah. Sure. So maybe I'm wrong. Like, maybe I need to go back and watch yeah, the Blair Witch it, Project. It's, it's, it's pretty fucking impressive. And again, the tension is built in, yeah. a, in a very... I think it's a, it's a... I agree. But I do also understand that its influence and its groundbreakingness is something that kind of... In cat, like I don't know, is it's bigger than the movie itself. I sure. think the movie is really well made, but I know yeah, that yeah. there are people Na- out there. I that... think now is a good time to go back yeah. to it, where you can just sort of appreciate it as really the best yeah. one of these. Yeah, right. And it's um, almost quaint in its like you know restrained nature oh, compared to the you know sure. you watch one of those movies now and it's all just screaming and shaking. And it's this one's <laughs> and... just like no, we get to spend some time. They're, they are characters, yeah. you know, at right. least no. in in and of this movie. You need ebb and flow with yeah. your uh, screaming. Yeah. And shaking. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it, I think it'll be interesting how much of this new movie is going to be a retread because they do, you know, cut to black and you hear they're like, oh my God, I'm so sorry, everybody. Yeah. And so, like, how much of this is going to be directly playing upon the iconic shots of that and how much of it is going to be its own thing? Yeah. I guess is going to be the. Yeah. But I mean, those names, I'll go see them. Yeah, that's they haven't had very any, uh, trustworthy names yeah. at this point. So if they felt like there was something to do yeah. with this Hopefully uh, background, yeah. then yeah. Totally. Yeah. Um, what else should we get to things that we watched or there's uh, there's just a couple real quick not a lot to talk about we've already talked about the possibility of Brie Larson playing Captain Marvel yeah. now we know she's going to yeah. that's fucking dope awesome. that's amazing uh, there is a teaser trailer for Trainspotting 2 yeah and it's literally just the guys standing there uh, and uh, guess what they're old now yeah mm-hmm. so uh, Trainspotting 2 Catch the fever. <laughs> the book's Catch the great. Fever. Catch the train. The sequel book is very good. The movie, like the the teaser trailer, which again is just them standing there. Have they there even and made their much names, of this movie like, yet? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like how far? I want to know. Have they? Are they wrapped production or is no it like? Idea. I feel like this is just a. We're doing it. Yeah. Get ready. Yeah, well, I'm ready. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That that's a movie that holds up. Yeah. Real good. Totally. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh boy. And that's a that's a, an oft. 
uh, ripped off movie. Oh, yeah. like, yeah. uh, oh my god, uh, uh, tone wise, definitely that, yeah. that could make you really tired of that tone. Yeah. But then you watch tra- Transpotting and go, oh yeah, no, this remember this, when this, was this is yeah, uh, this can, can be done responsibly. Yeah, yeah. totally. Um, and then just real quick, the uh, the Batman Lego trailer is uh, pretty fun. Oh yeah, I didn't watch that. It's no. fun. <laughs> Um, what did you guys watch this week? Um, I saw something that kind of will fit in with a lot of this Comic-Con okay. stuff to talk about a little bit. Yeah. Get into slightly. They, uh, much news about it for quite some time. I know there was a panel for it. I don't think the panel was at this Comic-Con, but, um, they did a, uh, what DC has been doing very well other than the Flash television show over the years are their animated films. Yes. Um, and so they... Brought back Kevin Conroy as Batman yeah. and Mark Hamill as the Joker and did a notorious, infamous yeah. Batman story, The Killing Joke. Yeah, and they that just came out. Yeah. Too, so like, I watched like I'm that. Hearing, oh, really? Because yeah. I'm hearing crazy good things about that. Well, it's a really difficult story to tell because as good as it is, as good as the Joker stuff in it is, because it gives you an idea of a background, it's a hypothetical background, you don't know if he's making it up, it's really interesting, and the dialogue between Batman and the Joker is fucking fantastic. Yeah. But the book itself is fairly short, so not really a full movie yeah. uh, worth so of material. Yeah, so how do you stretch it out? And the main problem with it is the sort of, well, not even sort of, the glorification of violence against women. Yeah. And the just... Unnecessary oh, Miller, and brutality. Right? No, it's Alan Moore. Oh, right. Uh, brutality. Unnecessary brutality yeah. towards Barbara Gordon, who is Batgirl. Yeah. And it really jarred, pe- it jarred people in the 80s. Yeah. And it still jars people now. So it's a really sensitive area. And it is it is kind of a line in the sand comic where, uh, I mean, I've, I've read it. I've, I, it's got stuff in it that is some of the best comic book shit yeah. I've ever seen. Part of it is because a lot of the visual of the Joker in particular in that book is the, really the best there is. Yeah. And this is in the middle of the 80s. This is when all the big changes are happening. And the Joker is not just the clown prince of crime, goofy Batman <laughs> guy. It's like he's really a fucking maniac yeah. and he's terrifying. And this is one of the big leaps into that world, this comic book. So uh, it's a really difficult piece to put together into an animated film, which yeah. is a little like I know these things. DC's been pretty good about making these kind of for adults. But yeah. Kids are going to watch this it. Was this was the first one that they said we're doing it at rated R, right? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. the subject matter is just too dark. Too, too, too dark. Yeah. So it is a short book. It does have a very controversial uh, moment in it. Yeah. Um, so the way they decided to combat this or work with it is extend the film by having a completely uh, new prologue that focuses on Batgirl, Barbara, so you get sense of her as a person before all this stuff happens and maybe give it, I guess their hope was, a a reason for it to happen, not just exploitation. Now, this is where they fail abysmally it's, <laughs> it's so bad what they decided to do in this first half an hour of oh new material God. where batgirl barbara gordon is basically painted as like a i don't know a bitter lover a scorned lover uh. who just can't match up to batman yeah. and she also fucks batman uh <laughs> and then he's all like uh later we can't talk right now uh-huh. uh and it's gross and you're like batman you're a dickhole yeah and it's really outrageously unfortunate it's so poorly handled 
and upsetting. Yeah. Also, okay, so first off, Batman shouldn't fuck Batgirl for a lot of reasons. Yeah. One of them being Batgirl is typically displayed to be about the same age as Robin. Yeah. And in a similar role, you know, yeah. re- relationship level to Batman. Yeah. Also, it's Jim Gordon's daughter. Yeah. Hey, yeah. man, don't fuck your friend's daughter. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Weirding, weirding me out big time when that shit's going down. I'm like, this is terrible. Yeah. This is fucking terrible. Oh, no. And yeah. So then, and then you just have to lead into the horrible shit that happens yeah. to her later in this book. And I'm like, you just can't do this. Yeah. And it was really upsetting. And doesn't and it's that a- just make it like, oh, we've attached her emotionally to Batman so now yeah. that that just like is the still only thing, like, doing the oh, oh we gotta give her a character what's a woman like yeah <laughs> yeah that's that's what it sounds like like it yeah. sounds like the way to combat horrible things happening to a woman is to have the precursor that she's strong as fuck and she can take shit yeah you know can take a beating like a man could kind yeah. of thing like if that that's what this one was like kind of thing yeah. not making her a dumb psycho bitch mm-hmm. who like <laughs> totally gets some dick and is like yeah, now I like you oh man it's a bummer That's it is weird. a fucking bummer and also I gotta say it doesn't sound like a justification no no and it's like uh, you know if you're gonna do an animated Batman thing and you yeah. wanted to bring back Kevin Conroy and Mark Hamill and really fucking go for it do Death in the Family yeah do the fucking be Joker Kills Robin right it's great it's a yeah. great story with a lot of nuance and it's yeah. long it's a movie there's many things to do there uh and the other bummer is that kevin conroy is batman uh, phoning it in it seems oh, man. like really which is like, usually he, like fucking he's great. been amazing he's for great decades fucking voice. yeah for, yeah he's that's batman's <laughs> voice everyone knows that yeah, yeah. but uh, and and what's crazy is the fucking dialogue most of it is taken right from the comic yeah and so when you get these great monologues and conversations between batman and the joker which are fucking phenomenally well written uh it's really flat it's almost seems sounds like Weird. he's doing like a just a line read with nothing behind uh-huh. it um, and it's weird that they went and did it. It's, I think it's weird that they did it and weird yeah. that they added to it, and that's what they added to it. And it's something that, you know, Alan Moore has uh, publicly said he's regretted writing. Yeah. Um, I feel like it's a thing that um, we've also, and, and I don't know much, I have never read the comic, but I know that name of the comic, mm-hmm. and I know that they've done, like, a lot of people have said, in the past when making movies in the superhero genre like oh yeah killing joke like i feel like it's been a touchstone of gritty new yeah. version of superheroes for so long it feels I, I i definitely saw a few people when they announced that they were doing this saying like again killing joke okay like i hope this is really good but like i know we kind of have touched upon this well maybe not a lot no but, but we definitely have kind of had the discussion and read the book and there's been a few people saying like this joker is the killing joke style joker it's like that has already influenced so much. Yeah. Maybe just go to another one. Yeah. <laughs> There's lots. So. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah, to, to go to this one, which yeah. just has so many fundamental problems that you can't, you just can't erase. They yeah. can't move them on, you know? Like, yeah. It's just, it's not going to work. I've been meaning to go back and watch uh, the first one that they did as a theatrical, the WB, um, that was after the animated series. What was the, oh, um, uh, Mask of the Phantasm? Mask of the Phantasm, Oh, it's yeah. great. Because I hear it's great. Oh, yeah. it's a really good I've movie. I've been meaning to, I want to yeah. kind of start there. Cause, that's, uh, well, yeah. that's one of your better Batman movies. Yeah. Man. That's a that's a good flick. <laughs> yeah, I need to watch that. Yeah, yeah, really good. But yeah, and all the ones they've been doing in the last like 10 years are really, really terrific. Yeah. yeah. They got that shit down. <laughs> All right. Uh, the, there's a great one that focuses on the Flash, and it really works. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, the Flashpoint Paradox. Oh, cool. Awesome. 
check it out. Sweet. Yeah. Casey, what have you been watching? Oh, I'll tell you then. Yeah. Uh, well, season uh, three of BoJack Horseman has come yeah, out on I heard. Netflix. I'm uh, maybe, I think, halfway through that. And, uh, oh, God, I love that show. I love that show so much. I really got to give it another chance. So I couldn't funny. get into it. And so poignant at times. Yeah, all the writing about the new show, new series has been that I've seen has been like, why BoJack Horseman is so much more than like anyone could expect it to be, or why it's it, the it, most like deep show that you didn't know was deep or whatever. It fully is, and this season so far is really great. So I, I am at the point where I'm like, I think season two might have been better. Uh, but we'll see what happens. Sure. But it's it's wacky and goofy, and then you're like, oh. And then every <laughs> once in a while, it'll just like blatantly give you something that is like this this crazy truth that you're just like, yeah, no, this is how it is. And again, it, it, it and then the next scene, it'll just switch to something so outlandish, but it all flows together so perfectly. It's crazy how it works. Yeah, it's a really, really. I started wonderful watching show. it, and, and I was liking it. Is so fucking yeah. funny. I was really digging the first few episodes, and I was watching with Emma, and then, like one day, she just like was like, "Oh yeah, I've watched all of it." <laughs> yeah. And I was like, "Fuck!" So now I've been like trying to find time when we're not watching stuff together sure. to then go watch it on yeah. my own. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's it's really really worth it, and uh, and oh man, I can't say enough good things about it. Sweet. Yeah. Um. I saw something this week um, that I had been meaning to watch for a long time. Uh-huh. A, I, I saw the latest film in the Purge series. Oh, Purge oh, election year. I, I keep missing it. I yeah, want to see I, it so bad. Yeah. So I won't spend too much time on this new film. Uh, all three Purge films were directed by the same guy. So this has been like a series oh. that has sort of been on the evolve and very much yeah, a, yeah, yeah. a project of, yeah. of one guy yeah. and, and Blumhouse. Pretty two. great, man. So, yeah, my, <laughs> so fucking good. So my yeah. my through line of the series has been like I saw Purge one, and there's some stuff in there that's pretty cool, but it's pretty not great. And yeah. and I remember thinking when I watched it, like lots of room to go, like you got some space to go up from yeah, here. Yeah. yeah. And then they did. Yeah. Number two. Yeah. The Purge two was exactly what the Purge yeah. one should have been. Now, yeah. if you expect uh, Purge election year to be like another step up, or even like a doubling up. On doubling down on uh, purge anarchy, yeah. I will let you, let you know to take a, about a step and a half back. I don't uh-huh. think I need that. I just need it to be as cool and crazy it's, as purge anarchy. If yeah. you are a fan of purge anarchy, you're gonna find some stuff in this movie to be like, yeah, <laughs> it's it's a purge movie. Yeah, but it's definitely not. It's not the sequel that we all want from purge anarchy. It's not like purge anarchy times two. Yeah. It's like. Purge Anarchy, but some of it's a little bit closer to Purge 1, but mo- yeah. some of it's Purge 2. It's yeah. kind of a middle Frank ground. Frank Grillo is still your dude in yes. this, right? Yeah. Great. So this movie, like, there's some stuff in it that is is pretty great. And and they have basically turned into a straight-up, super-violent action thing. Yeah. Like, they've, this is more along the lines of the second one where it's just a lot of going around and seeing crazy things and people getting shot to shit and mm-hmm. run over by cars and shit. And they, there's one point where they're driving around, they look down an alleyway and there's a guillotine in the alleyway and they chop someone's head off and then <laughs> you never see that again. Yeah. <laughs> and they're just like, whoa, great. see yes. us. <laughs> so there's some great stuff in here. Yeah. But I was definitely uh, d- disappointed a little. Yeah. I would say Purge is a two-star movie. Purge Anarchy, Anarchy is three and a half, 
for me, and then this one was like a three star. It's like yeah. you'll you'll get right. what, you'll get what you want. Well, like, right. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah. But, and with, with these movies too, like I like you know Frank Grillo running around kicking ass. Cause yeah, as good as Joe Berenthal is as Punisher on Daredevil, yeah. I, I always thought like they missed this is it. Like yeah, he's the guy. Yeah. He totally should have been Punisher. So this is the closest thing yeah. that I feel like. So like almost seeing like a great and Punisher there's movie. there's some good supporting characters that have a couple great moments. They do, um, you know how the first movie had that real douchebaggy guy outside the whole movie Ugh. making dumb Ugh, faces. I hate that fucking. There's guy. like a gang of these really like kind of annoying um, teenage girls in this one that are so the the part of this movie is there's a um, convenience store and uh, the guy that owns it doesn't have purge insurance because the people that run the insurance call him the day of the purge and they're like, you don't have it anymore. Fuck you unless you come up with this much money. So he's like, I'm going to sit here at my store and protect it all night. And he kicks these girls out for trying to steal a chocolate bar. And then they come back. They're like, we want our motherfucking chocolate bar. Like the whole movie, they keep saying that. And they get pretty close to being like that gang in the first movie outside where you're just like, oh, my God, these characters are so poorly written. So just here to yell things. And it's so not great. But then but then the movie kind of like, I don't know, there there is some interesting stuff like the movies playing your hand to be like someone just kill them already. And then like they some people do die in this movie and and you're like, yeah. And then you're also kind of like. Wait a minute. (laughs) This movie just made me go, yeah, for people dying. Maybe it is trying to make me think, but it's also not. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I think I can get behind people dying in a movie and not feel bad about it. Yeah. Yeah. So there's definitely some moments where I was pretty pretty happy with the high five shenanigans in this movie. (laughs) Yeah. But yeah, it's not as good as the second one. High five shenanigans. That's a fun term. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, um, so sweet. yeah, Purge Anarchy, you, you'll definitely enjoy it if you are in for that kind of a ride. Nice. Yeah. What yeah. else from, from you guys? Mm, I, I did a little rewatch on a film. Yeah. Uh, that I haven't seen in a while. I rewatched uh, Parenthood. Ooh. Oh, boy. Yeah. Is that still great? Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah I gotta watch that. Too. Yeah, man. Uh, Especially now that I'm a parent. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. I always liked this movie, even when I was a kid, but... Uh, yeah, huge cast: Steve Martin, yeah, uh, uh, Rick Moranis, yeah, uh, Harley Jane Kozak, um, fucking Keanu Reeves, uh, Jason yeah. Robards, um, the mm-hmm. elusive Tom Hulse. <laughs> uh, where yeah. is that guy? Fuck, oh, he's so man. good. Um, yeah, just an enormous cast. Uh, too many to mention right now. Um, and it's just it. It's not even really a story. It's just a look at all these different people and how they parent and how the whole family fits together. And yeah. Uh, yeah, Diane Weist is fucking so good in it. Uh, Martha Plimpton's so good in it. Keanu Reeves is really good in yeah. it. Like him doing, him doing like it's like if if you know Ted Theodore Logan was a real guy. You know, this is kind of it. Yeah, and like had dimensions. Yeah, yeah exactly, yeah. and it really works. And the scene where he goes and talks to Joaquin Phoenix and then talks to Diane Weist about it. You know. Uh, is great and it's the like, fact it's that he uses even. the term punch in the munchkin yeah. is probably <laughs> probably the best masturbation euphemism of all time <laughs> but yeah it's really funny like really funny all the way through but it's got a lot of like 
touching moments that are just yeah fucking great man it's a wonderful family movie yeah. and i was just uh delighted by once again yeah, yeah i just need to go delighted. back to it. <laughs> i don't think i've seen it since the first time i saw it like in high school or oh something. right yeah. on yeah there's some that's uh, one to go back on yeah steve martin's just great yeah it? but you know what you know it's weird you know it's super duper weird what he's supposed to be 35 in oh man <laughs> oh jesus <laughs> Like, yeah. Why, why gonna, bother? That's going to bother me. What was the point out. of it? You never had to say his age. Yeah. There's no need. Yeah. Like, 35. Yeah. yeah. Uh, excuse <laughs> me. Steve Martin was never 35. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> totally. They did that. was like that movie I watched last week, Rich Kids, where they said that uh, they were like 33 or something, the parents. And they yeah. were like aging, like, you know, yeah. oh man, what am I going to do? And I was thinking, fuck, man, that's not very old. Yeah. <laughs> but, that was, but that was back in the early 80s when life expectancy was. Was uh, only around uh, forty three. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's uh, it's still great. Still just. I a, need. A I want to go back to that terrific and I, movie. I haven't watched Roxanne in a long time. Oh, yeah, yeah. I haven't watched that. In Roxanne's long time very good. Yeah. Yeah. Casey, yeah. what? What have you? What else? Anything else? What else? Uh, uh, Any... Let's see what's in the news. Uh, <laughs> I watched a movie that we talked about ages ago. Well, one of us talked about ages ago. Uh, Greg, you watched the movie American Ultra. Yes, I did. And I, I went ahead and watched that myself. Yeah, I've been Why? dabbling with the maybe watching it <laughs> thing. Why? Because uh, <laughs> uh, on... Yeah, because yeah. it, so it was on Netflix. Netflix and, right? Yeah, sure. And um, maybe it benefits from low expectations, but I thought it was pretty good. Yeah? Yeah. All right. It, 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 it's no great shakes, and uh, I feel like uh, Topher Grace is uh, pretty bad in it, but... Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, I thought it was cute, and then there was a couple of things where I'm like, "Oh wait, that's a twist that's happening right now. That's uh-huh. dumb." Yeah, there's yeah. a lot of that. But then, uh, but then I was like, "Oh, but I also don't care." And there was a couple of moments where I was like, "Oh, Kristen Stewart was genuinely uh, enjoyable there." Yeah, yeah, uh, sure. Um, and and Jesse Eisenberg too. Uh, I thought it could have gone further to its point, and then it, it eventually devolves into a uh, pretty straight-up uh, uh, actioner, but it wasn't um, unenjoyable. No, it's not the worst movie, but I mean, I, I it was a winner's choice week, and I took a yeah. gamble on it in the yeah. theater, and I was just like... Mm, That's yeah. a thing. Had Thanks I for nothing. It, yeah. Had I seen it in the theater, I'd probably be like... Uh, yeah. Uh, oh well, I wasted my money on this, or perhaps I would have tried to justify it further to justify my fourteen yeah. bucks. But, uh-huh. uh, but nah. you know, uh, I don't know for free uh, at home. Uh, sure, that's yeah. fine. Yeah, he's, why not? He's uh, um, the the screenwriter Max Landis has a mm-hmm. movie, Mister Wright, that I've been thinking about watching. Oh, oh with uh, Anna Kendrick yeah. and uh, yeah, which apparently is fantastic. Yeah, yeah well, I want to see that. Here's the thing about him: I, I feel like I've really turned a corner on Max Landis, where I've gone from being somebody who post Chronicle was kind of like a defender because he had always a very aggressive kind of way about himself in videos yeah. online. Yeah. And I feel like he's like quadrupled down on that in the last few years. And there was just news today that he uh, is apparently greenlit a got got a pitch of his greenlit for a Pepe Le Pew. Yeah, movie. I read that too. And that's, uh, that's um, uh, weird. Pepe Le Pew. Yeah. And... And there's been a lot of talk about him, and 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 I was watching like he made a little video where he's like like talking about what he wants to do with it, and he was yeah. like, "This movie's gonna be more like French Connection meets Amelie," uh-huh. and I was kind of like, "You're just saying, yeah." Things. And yeah. and I've you really were just t- saying two movies, yeah, yeah, yeah. and I've really turned a corner on being like, "You are a doofus." Yeah. And I think you're kind of a weenus. Yeah. And, and also, Pepe Le Pew, I I know everything's in, of its time, but yeah. in hindsight. 
little rapey. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> and in his in his little video, he said like, uh, not this, a little rapey. No, a lot percent. A hundred percent. It's yeah. like for a child's cartoon. Yeah. 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 And and he tries to say in the video like this movie's gonna essentially be about like finding like their you know love and 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 being in that kind of like mode where love is all you want has its place but he's gonna say like as far as i can in a pg movie this is gonna be about like finding that line and learning the lesson of like there are lines you can't cross and stuff and i was like uh. well at least you're gonna try for it and that's the right way to go about it maybe that's the lesson that pepe Le Pew in this movie has to learn about like i have no interest but in this i yeah and maybe <laughs> wanted to get made a, I, I have a certain curiosity <laughs> about yeah, it is, but on i just yeah. you know face value i'm like <laughs> i know what no thanks yeah. man I don't yeah. know. When, when somebody who has made so far pretty passable movies yeah. says um amelie mixed with french connection <laughs> you're like, kind of like i want right. to see you do yeah. This. What do you yeah what do you do what do you, you mean media? by that yeah <laughs> I, the only thing that interests me about this is that i want another looney tunes movie sure uh yeah sure i want uh i mean but just get joe dante again yeah <laughs> Yeah, huh. I haven't. I haven't watched anything else. Is there anything else we want to get to before film roulette? Now uh, that there's we're one about... thing that I would like to get to, okay. yeah. and we don't need to uh, to belabor it or anything. I would like to uh, <laughs> to hear on the podcast your thoughts about go 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 busters. You see go busters. That's go busters. I see move. Yeah, I I totally said go busters for a second. I'm like, yeah, I do want to know what Dan thinks about go busters. How do you think about mighty vehicles, mighty robots? Yes. Yeah. Fuck yeah, go. Yeah. Why not? <laughs> of course. Yeah. No, I saw some Go Busters, some Busters of Ghosts. Yeah. Uh, went to the theater the day after we recorded last week. Right. Um, and I had a great time in the theater, and I totally agree with both of you. I yeah. felt like. Yeah. I felt like we were both right. You guys are both right. I think on Greg's like defense from my position, I totally agree 100 percent with Greg. I thought it was so much fun. I yeah. had a lot of laughs. I had a lot of like smiles, and I think I think also a bonus was the audience we saw it with were really game, and there was like cheers at times near the end, and mm -hmm. like when people when the credits came up and they were listing all the people in the movie, there was like claps for Leslie Jones, and people were like really kind of there to be like, yeah, this movie. Yeah. So it was like I did kind of have a little moment of like, yeah, this is all yeah, right. Pretty good. As much as I agree with Casey that it is a very shoddily made movie. Yeah. From a lot of respects, and I also well, agree with Greg that that's a comedy. Yeah, these days that's comedies these days. But I also have you, have you seen a Paul Fig movie? Yeah, well, they aren't well, they exactly. really well directed. That, that's the thing, and I, I think everybody you know who's like, oh fuck, a women are ruling uh, Ghostbusters. Um, I think those people need to first of all slow down, yeah. enunciate, say your words, yeah. swallow your sandwich first yeah. before you speak. <laughs> right, right, and also understand that no, a man ruined that movie, not women. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and for me, um, I and, and I think it was weird because the one thing I disagreed with with Greg was like you kind of said it hit the ground running, and I've seen a lot of people online saying like. It, it hits the ground running, and then as it turns into an action movie, it becomes less and less engaging, yeah. which I 100% get. But for me, I found the like this movie kind of like open to like after that first ghost scene. Yeah, I didn't. I thought uh, they had a real string of jokes that just did not land for me, and I thought, yeah. oh man, I'm gonna be with Casey on this one. Yeah. Uh -huh. And then once 
Holtzman and once yeah, um, yeah. Hemsworth come in. I just like the opening sequence, really. Oh, that's fun, yeah. I loved it. I thought it was great. Yeah, it's, it's fun because you've got more so what I was talking about. Yeah, yeah, okay. He's fantastic. Oh, man, he's so funny. I, I really thought the some of the strongest stuff about this movie was the ghost and was the ghost busting and how just yeah. like this movie is not about like, you know... Oh, someone's gonna try and take our ghost busting, you know, license away. It was just about crazy shits happening, and we're gonna fucking punch him this time. We got a ghost punch. Yeah, fucking yeah. a. I right want to watch yeah, that. Yeah. And and Holtzman with her little <coughs> dual gun licking yeah, yeah. John Woo thing. I was like, <laughs> woo, yeah. <laughs> and and that stuff distracted me. Like the big smile I had on my face, just thinking about like playing Ghostbusters and being able to see that like yeah, level sure. of cartoony stuff on the screen. Was able to distract me from the fact that, like, I, even when they were gonna, th- they were planning up that uh, dance scene. I was thinking, like, well, they haven't explicitly done anything other than show that he can control them. So maybe this is the way it's supposed to. And then the credit showed up, and I was like, oh, yeah, no, no. yeah. Oh, you- see, I, I immediately <laughs> was like, they, they did that dance pose, and I'm like. They're going to do a dance thing, and I don't know, and I'm not going to like it. And yeah. then they didn't do it, and I'm like, and now I don't like that they didn't well, do it. Well, I, see, I, but because. I'm a real asshole, uh, yeah. <laughs> Because you had said that, I was, like, trying to find a way to be like, no, but maybe that was all just set up to her saying, why y'all, why you sit, why you standing like that? Like, maybe it was, the joke was the setup, I but thought. But that's such a comp. I like, know. And not a good joke. But then yeah. they show it on the trail, on the credits, and I yeah. thought. Yeah. What a weird, what a weird way. Like you could have at least just cut that scene out. Like cut the scene where they say, "Let's give them a reel," but then, but just, then you lose the fact that the they need a reason why it turns into like vintage New York. Yeah. yeah. So it becomes this whole like puzzle. And I and I think, I think this movie might have a, a good Blu-ray. I think this movie might have a Blu-ray where Director's maybe good. they put that back in, and maybe sure. they're well. It didn't test well, and that was the problem, and 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 that was ultimately why it, it was very expensive. Yeah, that, that dance sequence was very expensive. Yeah, I can only imagine. <laughs> um, it's weird. It's it's and and but, but they said it, it totally it didn't fit. Yeah, and it doesn't really. But no, yeah, I know. Maybe like there's a me, way to smooth that. I out. was like, oh, are we gonna do a big dance thing? Oh, we're not. Don't yeah. worry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. See, that's the like, thing. Hey, I thanks, was man. fine with it, but at the same time, I was like, but oh, but you clearly, I saw the yeah. scissor marks where they just cut it right yeah, out. Yeah. yeah. It's um, and there's a lot of scenes where. You see the scissor marks where there's like a round table discussion happening and then all of a sudden a character is sitting in a chair being like, whack a line, and then it cuts back and there's no reason for them to even have yeah. cut to that. Yeah. And it's obviously for coverage of yeah. some sort of... But yeah. I laughed. Modern comedies, man. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, this is all, this is, they're all like this now. Yeah. That's what my problem is, is that, <clears throat> is that that's, that's unnecessary. Oh, well, yeah. yes. It does not need to be like that. Yeah. And, and there's going to be a point where uh, there's a re-gentrification of yeah, comedy, you know, of comedy movies. burn out and things will change again. Yeah, and, and I think they're, they've set themselves yeah, life up. Life goes on, man. Yeah. I think they could. <laughs> <laughs> life finds a way. Uh, for I the think, listeners who can't see, Greg is uh, hanging ten right yeah, now. Yeah, that's right. I think and totally there's a, busting loose. I think yeah. there's a great opportunity to take these characters now that we've got this pretty, pretty all right, pretty funny movie that I had a great time with. Yeah. And and let's get them in another movie. Get uh, yeah, somebody else like in the director's chair. chair. I can't wait for the sequel yeah. because yeah. I feel like they're going to correct the mistakes yeah. they made. Yeah. Uh, this is it's a work in progress uh, franchise, and I'm I'm on board. Yeah. Yeah. One thing I do really quickly want to say, and I don't want to you know beat into the ground, although I don't think you can beat into the ground the sort of gender politics mm-hmm. surrounding the movie. One thing I have to applaud this movie for is um, Pussy Fart. Yeah. <laughs> Pussy Fart joke. Yeah. Because. 
butts are allowed to be funny yeah. in every way in yeah. movies. Dicks are allowed to be funny in yeah. every way in movies. Yeah. Pussies do funny things too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And this movie goes, hey guys, pussies do funny things too. <laughs> yeah, and, totally. And I, like, I don't know. I just have to commend that. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. No, I had a great time and we all had a good time watching it. Yeah. I, I am... I'm I'm a little bit more on the Gregulus, but oh, I also right see Casey Ulysses sure. uh, <laughs> points as well. Yeah, yeah I, I I'm looking forward to more of these. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, mm-hmm. there you go. There you the go. Go Busters. Yeah, Go, go Busters. Bu- I want Go bu- Ghostbusters versus GoBots. Yeah, Let's come on. Why not? The yeah. Ghostbusters have to bust the GoBots. Yeah, that, yeah. they're GoBusters. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Um, is there anything else then before we get to film relent? Well, Should we just uh, launch into it? Uh, I, uh, Let's blast yeah. off. All right. Yeah. Into, into space. It. Let's just go. Let's go beyond. Film Relators, our weekly segment where the three of us roll a die and the two high rollers get... Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. To go to the theaters and see something that we are very excited to see. This week it was Star Trek Beyond, but the loser has to watch a movie we have paired with the winning film as the loser. Uh, this week it was an old Star Trek film, Star Trek The Final Frontier. Uh, this is a battle of the Star Treks. Uh, but the loser has to listen to an album that the winner get the that the uh, loser from the previous week had given the uh, guys. I totally fucked that up. But anyway, uh, there's a losing <laughs> album is my point. And yeah. uh, they had to listen to one and we will talk about that album yeah. and we will roll for movies next week. Oh, man, the summer is really frazzling me yes. out. Yes. But as I mentioned, Star Trek Beyond, <laughs> this is uh, the new Star Trek film starring the cast from the new uh, reboots, Carl Urban, Chris Pine, Zachary Quinto, and more, uh, directed by Justin Lin of the Fast and Furious series. Mm-hmm. The plot follows the USS Enterprise crew exploring the furthest reaches of uncharted space, where they encounter a new ruthless enemy who puts them in everything the Federation stands to for uh, to the test. <laughs> Um, this is getting a 70 on Metacritic out of 42, 7.6 out of 10 on Facebook, uh, and IMDb. We are looking at a movie that is generally, I feel like people were in the mood for a better Star Trek after Well, because the last one was such a huge pile of shit. Just terrible. What a horrible fucking movie that made me so mad. That movie and Man of Steel, I believe they were the same summer, and, and, and I, I remember leaving Star Trek Into Darkness and walking down to Queen Street and just thinking... 
oh, what the fuck? Yeah. Like that was just they just threw garbage in my face. Yeah, yeah. And <laughs> they just hours. don't get it. Yeah. They just don't understand yeah. Star Trek. Oh, it made me so mad. Yeah. What a so pile they, of they've shit. they've deliberately aligned this one as a little bit of return to episodic. Yeah. Sort of. Well, also here's a cool idea. It's the third one of these in this. Uh, yeah. Let's go to space this time. Yeah. Yeah. It only took three movies to go to space in Star Trek. Yeah. You fucking idiots. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. Yeah. And and this one is a bit more of a sort of lightweight. We're gonna yeah. we're gonna launch into space and see what happens. Yeah. See what uh, you know tests we're gonna put these characters yeah. through. Um, and, and I've heard people describe it more as the kind of a plot that you might see on the show. Like we run into a yeah. new, yes. yeah, kind of thing. So how do you want to get into this one? Uh, well, uh, I was hopeful, but I didn't have high expectations. Cause again, I hated the last one so much. Yeah. And I was just like no faith. I had pretty high in the creative team here. Yeah. Um, not super nuts about a lot of the performances either. I'm just like, whatever. Yeah. You guys don't fucking get it. Can I at least enjoy a movie? Yeah. I will say then, with Justin Lin coming in, uh, and no more Kurtzman and Orsary writing this garbage. Yeah. Um, best one of this new franchise. Yeah? See, I, I'd say Better so. than the first one. Yeah. See, I think I might lean towards the first one. But um, I will say, I, I enjoyed this movie while I was watching it. Yeah. But I was definitely not... I went in from those trailers being so pumped. Yeah. And I came out being kind of like, that felt a little inconsequential, but I had a good time. Well, listen, there's throughout. massive problems with this movie. Yeah, totally. Big things that I was like, what <laughs> are you doing? Yeah, I have one uh, question. Yes. I saw this in 3D. Okay, and so did I. Okay, were there some scenes uh, during the crash dark. where you were like, What's I'm watching on? a black screen, right? <laughs> <laughs> totally. Okay. Yeah, they got to figure that shit out. I didn't know that was just me or the projection no, no, no. or I what. I was like, no, this is crazy dark. Yeah. There's a few scenes There's where I'm a like, scene I can't where, see like, shit. Somebody gets something dropped on them, and I thought, I yeah. would have loved to have seen that yeah, happen. Yeah, yeah, but that was cool. <laughs> um, yeah, so the action I thought was great. There's some great stuff in here. There's some really good action, and I liked that the movie had a lot of levity and yeah. humor in it. So then when the bad things happen, they seem really bad. Yeah. yeah. It's, they're jarring and Definitely. intense. And so I found those things moving really well. And there were a lot of great ideas presented in this movie. Yes. That very few of them had follow through, though, totally. which is a bummer. So, But I was like on the ride yeah. fairly well here. And I really liked Idris Elba. I thought he did a Definitely. great job as the villain. And yeah. I liked his story. Oh, I was yeah, like, definitely. this is cool. There's this cool is, this the is, villain this is, cool. is Star Trek-y. I yeah. like what you're doing here. Definitely. Um. They're, again, not fully realized because yeah. they still don't really get it. But like the tone uh, and the atmosphere, like you're saying, with the levity and yeah, and and some of the thi- like the set pieces is it. It is a movie where there's all these pieces where you're like, I like all this stuff. This is cool yeah. stuff. But yeah. then as a whole, it does feel like it never really reaches a point where you start to really care or really yeah. root. And yeah. it has a cool climax, but yeah. there, and there's a couple like there's a thing there's a reveal the first sort of action thing when they get to space and they think a big uh, a big ship is coming at them yeah. and the reveal of that yeah. big ship is like this is fun man yeah, this totally. is some fun stuff I was, that, that was a point that was where I'm so like, fun all right you guys yeah. are close here man yeah they aren't really getting the. Uh, energy of the tv show so much but they're yeah. kind of we're getting the energy of the original cast movies okay um but here's what the problem is though is the the, the series star trek in general is based very much in science and philosophy yeah. 
Um, this franchise doesn't know what either of those things are and doesn't give a <laughs> shit. Um, and now the original cast movies don't really delve into those things or the philosophy of Star Trek or altruism or, um, you know, the, 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 the three headed approach to yeah. problem solving, uh, with Kirk, Spock and McCoy. Um, the, the, the original cast movies don't really go too hard into those because it's already been established. Yeah. So that's undercurrent, that subtext that's kind of always there. Yeah. Because they have the history. These new ones don't have any of that. And again, they don't give a shit and we're not yeah. going to do that. And they have uh, a f- much like the problems with this, the Man of Steel and Superman junk is a fundamental misunderstanding of Spock. Yeah. They don't understand how that works. Um, I don't think they understand how hard it is to play the character. I think much like uh, Christopher Reeve playing Superman, uh, Leonard Nimoy playing Spock, I don't think anyone has any idea how much work is going on there yeah. or how difficult it is to sell that. Yeah. Uh, and Quinto is not there. And all, it's in the writing, too. It's not his yeah, fault. Yeah, they, they don't really... They, they give him, like, some stuff here, and then all of a sudden at the end they go, oh, now we need to get really emotional with it. Yeah. Like, the whole first chunk of the movie, they don't... They set it up in, in as much as they, like, introduce the character and such, but... Throughout the whole movie, it's just kind of him tagging along and saying some things. Yeah. You know, and yeah. getting out of some jams. It's not. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, at the end of the movie, they really crank up the emotions, and it's fine. But no, it it's isn't. not. Yeah. No, it isn't. <laughs> not fine at all. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Quit it. Yeah. yeah. Figure it out. Sell the emotion in the scene in a different way. Yeah. It's, there's a way to do it. Yeah. That are, you know. I did like, um, speaking of Justin Lin, I did like that this movie's this movie's kind of world of, you know, Elysium style floating yeah. CGI, yeah, yeah, yeah. MC Escher upside down, yeah, right yeah. side up, like world that they have. Yeah. I liked floating around in that. For sure. And especially in 3D, I'm a sucker for any kind of like yeah. fun 3D thing. And just the sweeping, he does it a lot, maybe too many times. Sure. But that whole kind of like floating around and then we're upside down and then on the other side somebody else and then they'd kind yeah. of they kind of play with that again at the end of the movie yeah i like that stuff it's me fun. too really cool the yeah. whole look of it it was, it was quite great yeah and like even down like kind of cool stuff with like oh there's a lot of 80s throwback stuff going yeah. on but like the multiple uh federation uniforms that yeah. are for different tasks and they're all kind of like yeah that's cool and inventive and i like how you know yeah. like you know i had six different Luke Skywalker fucking characters because yeah. they came up with such cool iconic gear for him to be wearing and I feel like they kind of got into that fairly well yeah. and I was like well that's cool man um, yeah it's getting 70 on Metacritic yeah. right? that sounds about right 70% of this movie is really fun to watch really good and 30% yeah. is like what the fuck are you doing yeah and it and they know ne- and like they just it it's just a movie that kind of keeps barreling on yeah and, it, and and though there are times to catch your breath and stuff yeah I never felt like any of it was consequential yeah it, it's just kind of like and then it's like the case casey's said this a lot about movies before like and then this happens and then this happens and ultimately it's telling a story yeah but like by the end of the movie I had forgotten what had happened four scenes before sure sure so it's just kind of it's super lightweight. Yeah. And I think well, they were trying to do that. Because part of the climax, I feel like, is really tarnished by some music. Yeah. See, I was totally I don't care for that. that. I, don't I know. wasn't at all. I was like, yeah. this is really stupid. People is this... were not happy with that. No, I thought it was really dumb, and I don't care for it. I love that song. Yeah. <laughs> hey, don't get me wrong. Yeah. But that's I, not right. I, I was fine what with if, it. Like, how... How much more effective would a climax of this movie that, that has quite a deep emotional thread, as it yeah. turns out, going on? If that whole scene is done, if the, if you're going to do this, if you're yeah. going to use music, 
what if you used a, an intense sweeping piece of classical music? Yeah. Something else to not make me th- think about like, why are they listening to this? In now, the, and now, now, it doesn't yeah. make any sense. Why would they? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Frustrating, well, man. because that's Very, classical in this yeah, year. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, fucking shut up. And when the like, because you hear Public Enemy in there at yeah. one point, I was kind of like, I heard that. I'm like, well, I don't care for this either. I love Public Enemy, but it yeah. doesn't belong here. And I was like, well, Fear of a Black Planet has been archived in Time yeah. Capsule. It's uh, deemed a uh, yeah. uh, important part of uh, of uh, human culture, yeah, uh, and art. Of its era, so it has been. It has it has been time capsuled. So, yeah. in all likelihood, yes, that would exist. Deep in the... space vessel would possess some of that kind of stuff that we would want to use to communicate. So, yeah. like that might be there. Maybe we'll do that. Is that just? Is, are we just doing a nod to that? Is yeah. that all? Please let that be. Nope, that's not that. Okay, forget <laughs> it. So that really bugged me. I didn't care. I think it. the problem with that is that they've already leaned upon this kind of thing in the first film. Yes, and I didn't like it then either. Yeah, I was fine with it then, and here I I was just like, this is a song I like, and things are exploding, yeah. so I'm allowing it. But I also why are you guys dancing around? <laughs> Because it's a pretty big it part. Yeah. I know. Uh, I know what song it is. It's been, uh, in fact, in one uh, article, it was uh, described as a punky rap rock song. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was like, you well, don't know anything look, about music you're wearing, at all. Uh, you're wearing the shirt for it. Yeah, I know. It. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Beastie Boys sabotage. Yeah, turns it up plays in this a big, movie a big part. Yeah, a big part. Yeah, and I was just like, yeah, I didn't like it. Yeah, that, and that, I get that. No definitely, good. no good. Yeah. Lost many lost opportunities in this film. Totally, totally. And that's one of it's, them. It's 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 a movie that I will enjoy watching on Blu-ray because I feel like some of it I didn't see sure. in the theaters yeah, with yeah, the darkness. Dark. Yeah, yeah, and I'll I've, rewatch this. This is fine. It's, it's entertaining. A, it's a really be, fun action movie. Yeah, it'll be a Netflix like I want something on the background where yep. every once in a while I can look for over and, sure. and see the cool thing happening. I'm vaguely hopeful for more in the future if Justin Lin stays on this. I mean, he really turned the Fast and the Furious into something. Yeah. Nothing deep. Yeah. But and well, maybe we, maybe this can start to write the yeah. ship. Maybe w- they can do something with I was into the motorcycle scene. I, I was too. I thought that was really cool. I know with a the lot of people when they saw the motorcycle thing. on the poster were like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, no, that really worked out. There's some yeah, cool stuff. That was cool. And, yeah. I, my One of my complaints is that they had that poster that is so a direct throwback to the posters of the the, the original movies with yeah. like the three colors and yeah, the faces. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I wanted something that looked like that. Yeah. I feel like this movie needed more neon. Like it does have a little bit of a brighter look yeah. uh, in some scenes and some scenes. Too dark. Yeah. But I did think I wanted more of that kind of like, it's space, man. Yeah. Let's have some fun. Exactly. Let's have some it's space, man. glowing Let's see shit. space, man. Yeah. yeah. So and no, it was it was fine. Yeah. It was fine. Yep, for a bunch of people who don't get Star Trek at all, <laughs> I guess they made an all right space movie. Yeah. Uh-huh. Speaking of all right space movies, <laughs> nope. Yeah. As in, no, I was saying it as in all right space movie. <laughs> all right space movie. Settle down. Casey yeah. watched Star Trek, The Final Frontier from 1989. Mm-hmm. Uh, Captain Kirk and his crew must deal with Mr. Spock's long lost half brother who hijacks the Enterprise for an obsessive search for God at the center of the galaxy. This, yeah. uh, as of right now, is getting 43 out of 100 on Metascore. That's generous. generous. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> directed by William Shatner himself uh-huh. and yep. starring the uh, the cast and crew, you know, Leonard Nimoy, yep. William Shatner, and more. Yeah. Um, this is coming off of the, what was the previous film? The Undiscovered Country. The, the one where they go back 
home. No. Yeah, no, this is after the one where they went back home. Yeah, this is after that. That's the yeah. fourth one. That's from 1988 or 87? No, 86, okay. I think. Well, from what I read... Oh, yeah, so this would be the one yeah. directly after that. So the, the, I thought they were every two years. Sorry, I got yeah. thrown off there. I, I read that um, that film was kind of a surprise in terms of its success. I don't uh-huh. know how how well liked it is, but I think it's great. Okay, it's not great, but yeah. it's great. So that one was directed. <laughs> Everyone by... likes the Voyage Home. Okay, it's really <laughs> it's it's the silliest. Yeah, uh, but it's so good. <laughs> yeah, so Leonard Nimoy directed that one, and I and from yeah. what I was reading on Wikipedia, this was kind of like. Well, that one was a success, so we'll give this one to Shatner, and yeah, it'll yeah, be kind yeah. of like we're, you know, we're yeah. trying to figure out a way to sort of follow up that success. Right. And I'll leave Casey to let us know whether or not he feels that they have done anything of success in this film. Uh-huh. Nothing. Ab- well, no, that's not true. There was a couple things that very much succeeded in making me go, what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and for a movie that has a couple of those things, it's shocking how fast fucking boring it's this movie is. deadly boring it's monumental uh, i don't aggressively know that, boring i don't know that i've ever been this bored in yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's the most boring movie i it, it might be the most boring movie i've ever seen first of all this movie starts with uh, uh yeah, william the shatner there. um uh captain kirk oh, uh, oh right. yeah well yeah so yeah. it's in the desert yeah, and, yeah. and you see a uh, uh, vulcan man and yeah. he's emotional i think of that scene and i'd get bored oh my god (laughs) oh there's so much boring it's only like two minutes and it and it feels so boring and then then we get rock to uh, rock climbing they cut to captain kirk (laughs) climbing a mountain for three hours (laughs) uh oh boy uh, so horrible yeah and it's and 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 it's just to show you that they're on shore leave all right and what they choose to do is uh spock and mccoy and he's bones right yeah uh and uh and Kirk all hang out together <laughs> and go camping. Uh and that, that's curious enough. Uh but uh, so oh yeah, so uh, there's a couple of fucking wonderful things in this, but not by design. Uh-huh. Um so yeah, so we show that they're uh camping and um basically there's a a planet that's called Paradise City or something. Um <laughs> And, <laughs> and guys, I don't even know something about how terrorists have taken it over and um, they want a ship. So Sounds they have right. to lure a, a ship. They need a starship. So they have to lure uh. a ship to that planet. Um, and that ship, just the closest ship or something, happens to be uh, the USS Enterprise, which is not ready for battle, guys. I'm bored listening to you. <laughs> it's. It's so much worse than that. Uh, but before before all that happens... When does it become about God? Uh, suddenly and unexpectedly. Because <laughs> that's the that's the write-up on, on IMDb. Yeah, yeah. They're looking for God. Well, yeah, okay. Which is like, you're what? Yeah. yeah. So uh, suddenly... Oh, okay, well, first of all, uh, Shatner's wig is really disturbing. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, at the uh, Paradise City, which has gone awry. It was supposed to be this utopia, and now it's just yeah. gone awry. There is a, a pre... Which, uh, they did it before Total Recall. You gotta give it to him. There's a three-titty lady, um, <laughs> and she's uh, also a kitty cat. So okay. Well, the thing about... Three-titty kitty yeah. was, uh, was something I came up with and was nice. very excited nice. about. Well, the thing about Paradise City is that the girls are pretty. Oh, yeah, and have three titties. <laughs> and, and they're kitty. Take me down to Paradise City where the... Girls are pretty and they're three titties. Where the kitties, kitties got three kitties. 
Shitties. Uh, and anyway, so we cut back to Spock and, and Bones and, and everybody, and uh, Spock has a little machine that makes marshmallows, and it's weird. Ooh. Because they're all around the campfire. And this is where I was like... Um, Marshmallow. Is... Uh, <laughs> Was that him saying it or the machine said <laughs> marshmallow? Fine, you don't need to say that. <laughs> um, uh, I don't know how drunk Shatner was throughout the Star Trek years or whatever, mm. <laughs> but they're trying to think of a song to sing, a campfire song. They're like, that's what you do around a campfire. You sing a campfire song. And Shatner's like, yeah, let's let's sing a campfire song. I love campfire songs. And Bones is like, why don't we sing Row, Row, Row Your Boat? And and, uh, and Shatner's like, yeah, 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 we'll, we'll, we'll sing that song. Uh, uh, Spock, do you know Row, 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 Row Your Boat? <laughs> and he says it like that. And I'm like, that's the fucking best thing in this movie. <laughs> Until there's a point where they land on the Paradise City thing. And I guess they have to lure some hostages or something. And they get Uhura to do a sexy fan dance. And I'm like, but you're 70. <laughs> She's a very old lady doing a very sexy fan dance. And I'm like, you did not only did you not need to do that. But you got a very old lady to do it, <laughs> and it was really weird. Um, so then uh, we find out that uh, that the leader of the terrorist, quote-unquote terrorist organization, is uh, Spock's half-brother. Sorry, spoiler alert, but who gives a fuck? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, and he needs to commandeer the ship because he wants to go find God because he thinks he found something in deep uh -huh. space or something like that. Guys, it was really hard to pay attention. <laughs> <laughs> I, I had the hardest time yeah. paying attention. I'm like, there's nothing about this that's grabbing Listen, me. man, I love Star Trek, and I've watched all the movies more than once. Even this one. I'm all trying to get it. This one's unforgiving. It is horrible. It, it, it is. And, the darkest moment of Star Trek. Yeah. And then just all of a sudden. Even worse than Into Darkness? Yeah. Well, those don't really count. Okay. <laughs> uh, they really don't. Yeah. <laughs> so then, just all of a sudden, uh, they're they're looking for God, and it's like, okay, let's go find God. Um, and uh, and then they find the, a big face, and they're like, oh, you're God. And then he keeps shooting lasers at everybody. <laughs> oh, now you got like, my attention. Wait a minute. Yeah. Pew pew. <laughs> yeah. I'm God. Battle for me. Pew pew. This movie sucks. <laughs> pew pew. <laughs> pew pew. Um. And. Uh, and then I don't know. He's a cruel. But then, they don't, but then it's not God. Oh, the end. I, I know so that what, who's, who's laser face. Uh, I I don't know because they were like, uh, you're not God. And then he's like, I'll show you whatever face you want to see. And then it's the face of it's him. It's um Spock's brother Bebork or whatever his name is. <laughs> Bebork. Um, and, and so it just turns out to him he's pulling a ruse. No, I don't think he is. I think he. I think the God figure was showing him himself or something i think there was supposed to be some sort of theological point made but at that <laughs> point i was so checked out i don't know what it was uh, i'm you uh, you're me uh, uh, sad real... but true and then there, there's a real... hello me <laughs> <laughs> this is the real me <laughs> there's an ending to this movie but for the life of me i cannot remember what it is credits probably credits, rolled yeah, yeah. I was gonna say. <laughs> yeah you know what there were there credits. were credits yeah, yeah. nailed it yeah. oh boy that sounds terrible yeah i i cannot fathom how no. anything could have been worse really than horrible star trek is probably the worst thing for you to watch and they didn't uh Just... what was then when was the next movie was it obviously the next generation cast but what was the first no next -gen the movie? next this wasn't the final movie um it was supposed to be 
with the title and stuff. And then they did the Undiscovered Country. Is that the one with the whales? Something. No, that's, that's the voyage the one before home. this. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Undiscovered Country is actually a nice little turnaround at, okay. after this. And then you get the TNG cast yeah. uh, with the original. Is that Generations? Originals. That's Generations. Okay. And that's like 97 or yeah. something, 98. And wow. Yeah, There's some dynamite stuff in there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's the battle of uh, the yeah. beyond the stars between the Star Trek yeah. films. Yeah. Um, I think maybe people listening will do best to just go watch uh, Beyond. Yeah. Or but definitely go to YouTube and find that clip of uh, a 70-year-old woman doing a <laughs> very cautious fan dance. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, last week I gave you guys an album to listen to because I was a loser. And yep. because we have been watching the OC... Lately, yep. I had uh, I had previously picked something out, and then good friend of the show Matt Cauley uh, messaged me up, and he said, "Did you know this existed?" And he and he sent me a a, a video for a music uh, uh, a music video uh-huh. off of Peter Gallagher's album Seven Days in Memphis, <sighs> yeah. which he which he put out around the time of the OC, and there were some OC uh, some, some OC peeps in the video, oh. so I thought this is perfect. I cannot say no to this, so I gave you guys no. seven days in Memphis. How yep. was your stay in Memphis with no. Peter Gallagher, seven a.k.a. Days in Peter Gallagher, <laughs> some Sandy days, Eyebrows? Sometimes seven days can feel like seven years. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, so what is this like? I'm doing a Roots Rock thing. I'm doing no, the thing. No, not even rock. This is a... Uh, I'm doing a soul thing? Like a rhythm really, and blues thing. Rhythm and blues? You can't call blues? it R&B. It's rhythm well, and bluesy. The thing is, it's not like, um, like it, it's a real throwback. Like, yeah. uh, or it starts out to be a real throwback. Uh-huh. Um, he's listened to some Otis Redding, yeah, 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 um, yeah. and and some, uh, you know, some Sam Cooke and stuff like that. Yeah. So the instrumentation and the production is there. He said to the producers, he wants it to sound like a Sam Cooke or uh, an Otis Redding uh, record. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he sang everything like uh, Bono, kind of. <laughs> he sounds a little like Bono, yeah. and uh, a lot like somebody's dad who can he can sing. Yeah, he probably you know crushes what? karaoke. Yeah. yeah, that's what it felt like. It felt yeah. like to me like a, like a sad dad who just like yeah. killed it at karaoke one night, and one of his kids was like, "Hey, that was really good, Dad." Yeah. And then he just went overboard and was like, "Oh my God!" Then you're gonna be really impressed by it, the whole album. I yeah, think. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like uh, it's like if somebody gave you a sandwich that didn't have any toppings on it. Yeah, and it was just like some dry chicken. Yeah, and it's like this looks like a sandwich, and I know it's a sandwich. Yeah, but it doesn't have any of the things that make a sandwich <laughs> good. No, that's what listening to this like these. It's not nothing was even like stand out terrible. There weren't these moments of like, whoa, just like he's not really a great singer, but he can carry a tune. Yeah. And this is all so boring. Yeah. Like this is just all so boring. And I was like, um, this is the easiest listening ever. Yeah. And but then as you go on, you're just kind of like, all right, well, you're just wearing me down with your mediocrity. Yeah. yeah. Is it like headphones was hard. Yeah, uh, listening. Putting it on in the background, really easy to just glide through and just like okay. whatever. But when you put this on with headphones on the subway, spending time, that's a little like, oh boy, this is. Well, there's this z- sandwich is terrible. <laughs> there's zero <laughs> things to grab onto. Yeah, because yeah, I was gonna just, ask, what just, is? You wait for things to finish. Are the songs? Are they? Is it standards? Is it all his own stuff? Is it a mix? Uh, is it all just? 
I, I think that there's there's Sorry. a couple of songs that I uh, uh, I didn't recognize anything, okay. but there's a couple of songs that I recognized, and I was like, I don't know if this is uh, just I a think rip this off is a or, standard yeah, or there's a really bad duet. Oh God. <laughs> But yeah, it, it's just it wasn't bad enough to be fucking hilariously no, bad. No, it, it was just yeah, it was like listening to someone's dad fucking ramble through some tunes. You're like, God, when I can when can I leave? I feel like yeah, the David rude. Duchovny album was kind of like that. Like, yeah, you mm-hmm. picked up a guitar and you can kind of play and you know who you want to ape, but yeah. also, no. But yeah, no. Like, like and and this this is just like banal lyrics. Like he knows how to rhyme "love you" with "above you" and and things like that. Oh, that's oh, good. Yeah, make a uh, note of that, Dan. Yeah, okay. Right, yeah. Did you guys you think that was good, guys? Above <laughs> you. I could probably write that into an, a whole album. Um, but yeah, it's just this is just something that happened in my ears, and then now it's never gonna happen yeah, in my ears it's again. It's all over. Yeah. All right. Yep. Well, uh, speaking of things that will happen to our ears, Casey, as the loser this week, you get to give us the album to listen to for the rest of the week. Yeah. You uh, watched a bad, boring movie, mm-hmm. and you listened to a bad, boring album. Mm-hmm. What are you coming back at us with? Well, uh, I'm going to go back to the um, to the list. The listener that we're list? Because yeah, there's something like that. That, I'm, that I'm interested in, because I, I have a feeling this is going to be a big failure. And it's something that I, I would just love to see this person fail because I just I hate them as much as you can hate somebody based on their public persona and not the person <laughs> that they actually are. I, I hate the Gallagher brothers probably more than anyone because with the Oasis guys. Oh, yeah. Not Peter Gallagher and his brothers. Yeah, no. <laughs> so yeah, no, they're they're from Gallagher to Gallagher. Horrible. Like they're they're the least talented people to have their heads stuck so far up their own oh, asses. Yeah. Uh, uh, and, and to be running around it. claiming that their uh, that their music is brilliant and everything when their music is just god awful generic bullshit. Yeah. Uh, oh fuck so, Oasis, they suck so bad. Yeah. So there was a point where Noel Gallagher, which I don't even know if he's the less talented of the two, he's he, one of them. He's the more talented of the two. Is he really? Yeah. He's the more. He's uh, the one he who like, writes all the shit and plays guitar and right. occasionally uh, does a pretty good job fronting Chemical Brothers songs. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then his brother is just like this guy with a hoodie. Uh, oh, <laughs> like, who's, somebody, yeah, yeah. who's somebody should really just hoof in yeah. the newts. I've got <laughs> the newts. <laughs> He's like, I got him in the newts. Yeah. I've got a hoodie, mate. Yeah. Go yeah. box Robbie Williams where we all want to see. <laughs> Um, so what is this? A uh, uh, solo? It's a solo project a called now? High Flying Birds. Oh, I've heard of that. It was from mm. 2011. Yeah, I have heard of that. I've n- I haven't heard whether it's good or not. Obviously, yeah. it's not good. <laughs> uh, but the... I haven't heard if it's embarrassingly bad yeah. or uh, the ways in which it is terrible. Yeah, right. I feel like we've had so some feedback on the show about our Oasis hate because I know is it are some of the some of the champs, loving, yeah, 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 champion lover guys yeah. are into Oasis. I feel like them Masuda's like it. Yeah, I don't know about the other. Too. And I feel like we've had a couple people say like, "No, what? Nothing wrong with Oasis." And yeah, I'm not yeah, an Oasis wrong guy, with Oasis. Yeah. but I'm not like I'm not. I just forget Slowly about rolling them. Down a hall, <laughs> faster than a, a cannonball. Did I just blow your fucking mind? Because we were slowly going, but then we were fast, but like a cannonball. Faster than yeah. a cannonball. Isn't that fucking crazy? They've even said that they're like, fucking lyrics don't mean anything. Yeah, lyrics yeah. don't have to fucking mean anything. Which, yeah, some people think that. Yeah. But then don't fucking claim that you're a genius songwriter when you're just fucking a trying to write. Prick. Yeah, you're just trying to write Yellow Submarine all the fucking time. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. 
Uh, awesome. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, so let me know how that's. Yeah, All right. I'll let you know how high flying burrito. Uh, <laughs> uh, what was yeah. this called? It's called high flying turds. Yeah. High flying uh, birds. Yeah. All right. Um, all right, well, now it's time to roll. Yeah. We are going to roll for a movie and yeah. another movie. Oh, yeah. Big time. Uh, this We're week, doing both those things. the new Bourne film, Jason Bourne, yep. comes out. Curious. Uh, I, I'm interested. Uh, hey, it's a terrific franchise. It's a terrific franchise. The ones with Matt Damon. Yeah. I do feel like... There's a part of me that thinks, is anybody clamoring for it? When I see the things like the posters and the trucks go by, or the buses go by with the posters on it and stuff, I go, again? Yeah, it does seem a little... Does, like, even Matt, like when they did the third one, Matt yeah. Damon was like, I can't imagine coming back to this. Yeah, but here like, he is. I wanted, I'm wondering, is this going to do well at the box office? Do people yeah, care anymore? I feel anymore? like there isn't a lot of... I don't know. People, I, like I even don't, nobody I, I know is talking. I've about seen it. like a trailer for yeah. it, but I don't feel like there's a big push. I yeah. didn't know anything about. Now I, I don't really follow these movies closely, and full disclosure, I've never seen any of them. Yeah, huh. I saw 20 minutes of the first one. Yeah, but I feel like with the is it the fourth one that Jer- is, Jeremy Renner was yes. in? Yeah, yes. I feel like they had willingly dropped to second tier. Yeah, and yeah. were were confident in just staying there. Yeah. Um, and then all of a sudden, they're like, Matt "We're back, Damon's baby!" Back. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. guess they had a story they were down with. Anyway, yeah, yeah, it. Listen, I'd like the, to see the three is it Paul Matt Greengrass. Huh? I think he's back. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Which worries me because I feel like I'm gonna have to bring a barf bag. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. with that motion sickness because yeah. I I watched the originals at home and I got sick. Yeah, <laughs> and I never that never happens. Yeah, the old green grass shake. The old yeah, <laughs> get a fucking tripod, man. <laughs> <laughs> You work in Hollywood. They're not that expensive. Someone's got one somewhere. <laughs> um, and then we're going to do a little losing film yep. that I don't recall what we had picked. What did we pick? That uh, everyone's... Nerve. Yeah, nerve. Dumb. Nerve. Yeah, nerve. Nerve. From the directors of Catfish comes a movie about a spooky internet game <laughs> where stran- oh, strangers may tell you to kiss somebody and then, oh shit, we're getting in over our heads here. Yeah, yeah. it's like if the Catfish guys made the game. Yeah. The David Fincher movie. Meets, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I have no interest in this fucking thing. It's coming I out. Can't, I can't imagine uh, anything I have less interest than yeah. other I mean, than uh, Star Trek I five. could see this doing well this weekend. <laughs> I could see it doing well in the world of of Pokemon oh. Go. Oh, sure. People are talking about be a ton of dumb. You know, there's a, there, there's a lot. <laughs> they're gonna go fucking give each other hand jobs in the back of this movie, and then yeah. they're gonna go like, I don't know, I liked it, lol. Yeah, there's a lot of like uh, news talking about like Pokemon Go is gonna, you're gonna get lured into a murder trap playing this game and shit on the news, and I feel well, like this might case scenario might play into that. Uh, yeah. But we'll see nerve versus. Yeah. Um, Jason, Bourne. Jason Bourne. Casey, you roll first. Okay. Casey's rolling, and he's rolled a two. Holy fuck! All right, I'm, I'm gonna not go. going to see Nerve, you guys. <laughs> I've rolled a one. Oh, oh no. man. Greg's got to roll higher than a one. That's a zero. What? Oh my goodness! Oh shit! Oh my goodness! I was totally like, we did that like a couple of weeks ago too. I know. I was totally thinking. 
Oh, fuck, nerve. Oh, man, it, this better be dumb enough to be funny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I feel like if it's any consolation, it will at least be dumb enough oh, to be. Oh, shut up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And also, if it's any consolation, I will probably vomit when I watch this movie in theaters. <laughs> Good. Yeah, now I have to watch three movies before I go and yeah, see it. Yeah, so. totally. Do a little night of it. Three uh, great movies, man. apparently. Yeah, no, they're really, really good. Yeah. So God, next week. Are you fucking kidding me? Oh, man. you. I feel like you were the most invested in this mm. born movie. And now you don't get to see it. And, <laughs> and feel, we do. I also feel like that's what happened. <laughs> <laughs> we get to see it. Uh, yeah. Oh, man. God. All right. Well, next week we will be talking about Jason Bourne, and we will be talking about Internet Fun Time Happy Movie. Yeah. <laughs> God. Nerve. Nerve. Uh, Nerve. Uh, Great. So, uh, it is with Emma Roberts and Dave Franco. Could there be a more of a just a B team? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, well, it is that time again. It is time for another freshly squeezed episode of Orange. You glad? It's the OC, mm-hmm. bitch. Welcome to the OC, bitch. And this is how it's done in Orange County. Uh, what's the name of the episode we're talking about this week? Uh, it's called Episode 8. Episode 8. Numero. The Escape. 8. I think. What? El Numero. Number 8. eight. Yeah. So what's going on in this episode? We, we previously left off the crew in TJ, yeah. a.k.a. Tijuana. Tijuana. And what's her name? Maybe dead. Yep. Yeah. She Summer overdosed. or... Summer, summer, was it summer? summer? Marissa. Good night, Marissa overdosed. Marissa, she may have overdosed. Here, here's the thing. Eight episodes in, I still have no uh, grasp on any of these characters or their names. Mm-hmm. I fully know who everyone is now. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. In, I, uh, a friend of the show, Taylor, was saying, because um, he's never watched the OC e- either, and he, yeah. he had, a, had a great time with 90210, and he said, yeah, when I listen to the show and you guys are talking about the OC, if I, if I tune out for like a minute... <laughs> I come back and I think, what the fuck is going on in this show? Because it's just like sandy eyebrows and fucking like he has no idea what to think of these characters. So he's experiencing it as if like he's building his own vision of these yeah, characters. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, good. On yeah. top of us being like, and then they were at a bar and like yeah. somebody. Hey, flat. well, listen, man. Hey, that's what you get when you tune out. Yeah. Fuck yeah. you for yeah. tuning out. Yeah. Bitch. <laughs> Bitch. <laughs> Welcome to the OC corner. Bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, all right, so we start out, and this episode starts out with a recap of literally everything that's happened oh, in man, the past I eight just watched episodes. That. <laughs> it's the longest recap I've ever seen. All right. Um, and they say, last time on the OC, everything. bitch. Uh, so uh, it starts out Dirty Little Ryan and Seth are in the kitchen with the parents, and everybody's sol- solemn. They're waiting to find out if the person's dead or not. Exactly. Uh, then they get a phone call. And then uh, is it's it like, a ghost? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, no, oh. no. They get a phone call to go to the hospital and uh, to to visit Marissa. And ghost hospital? hospital bed. Yeah. Uh, sorry, did I say ghost hospital? <laughs> <laughs> they go to the ghost hospital. Um, and uh, and Jimmy's there. He's the dad. Tate Donovan. Tate Donovan. Um, and uh, and then uh, Marissa's mom comes in and she wants. Uh, the, the Dirty Little Ryan family to leave, the Cohen family to leave, because oh. she blames Dirty Little Ryan. Okay. Because they were in Tijuana. And he right. was, DJ. Uh, oh. DJ. 
Oh, TJ. <laughs> I, thought, I, I was like, are we stopping for a DJ to play? <laughs> um, uh, so she blames uh, Dirty Little Ryan. So she asks them all to leave, uh, but then calls Dirty Little Ryan back uh, and says, uh, hey, since you've got to the OC, bitch, uh, <laughs> you burned down a house, you got uh, Luke shot, and yeah. you almost fucking killed my daughter with an overdose. Uh, it's like, stay away or I'll have you thrown in jail. And he's like, uh, but... Um, I haven't put my pee in her V. <laughs> my pee's been That's nowhere what near All of this v. has been about. Yeah, I'm trying to put my pee in her V in the TJ. Yeah, TJ. Um, so then, uh, then DLR has to uh, go register for school, and he's nervous because it's the big fancy school that all the rich people go to. Mm-hmm. Um, and at the same time, Eyebrow starts a new fancy job at uh, a big impressive law firm which i don't remember if that was something that was happening uh sandy yeah yeah uh so sandy eyebrows in my episode was like going back and forth with his old colleague about whether or not he needed to work at this new job and uh his wife a surfboard yeah yeah yeah. his wife was like what's going on here with this colleague because she's giving you gifts and i might be fucking this guy over here who's trying to get with me and uh yeah yeah okay so that that all makes sense yeah, it's then. like your fling gave you a surfboard and i yeah. had to give mine a hundred grand <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> this sucks yeah. um so then uh then they're so they're waiting for for uh dirty little ryan um because he's got it too oh god mm-hmm. sorry a little uh (laughs) Uh, yeah basically a little meme corner (laughs) it just says toss salad and scrambled eggs but in the stranger things font and it's great uh so uh so eyebrows is at his job and he has cases like fall uh chemical peels gone wrong and like yacht fires and stuff holy shit and he's like oh well i'm gonna take all of these to to trial and they're like no we just settle everything here we don't go to to trial this isn't my dream job after all yeah he's like what but i'm a fighter uh, so then uh, the dean of the prestigious school, Harbor School or whatever it's called, doesn't think Dirty Little Ryan uh, is good for the school. And is Mom it dirty is like, or little enough? <laughs> he could be dirtier <laughs> and tinier. Uh, but the mom is like, you just don't want the pressure from uh, parents who don't want a filthy criminal in their school. And she's like, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And uh, so she asks him to take a makeup exam uh, yeah. like to, to see if he's you know harbor material and he totally agrees to do it immediately i noted not like dylan uh you know whoa. dylan okay. refused to take the makeup uh, test. that's right um hmm. so uh so then summer comes up to seth and is like you know Merce's in the hospital and she's never going to talk to luke or holly again so when school comes up and seth is like yeah i know when we're at school we're not even friends anymore i get it i get that the rules apply and summer's like yeah and she runs away um, so then, uh, <laughs> Jimmy and his wife are arguing, uh, uh, and, and Jimmy, Jimmy's wife, the mom, Marissa's mom is like, you know what? We're getting divorced and I want sole custody of the kids. Yeah. And Marissa wakes up and hears him. She's like, what? 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 Uh, then Seth is bitching about summer to DLR and he's trying to, to, uh, study for the test. Then they get a call that Marissa wants to talk to dirty little Ryan. So he blows off studying to go talk to her. She apologizes to him for her mom being such a, bitch. <laughs> uh, and, uh, and then the mom comes in and dirty little Ryan hides in the bathroom. Okay. 
What I'm talking about right now, by the way, yeah. is about as exciting as this oh, episode. Oh, man. Yet. I feel like the episode with Tijuana was the only episode where some like crazy shit happened. Yeah. There, was a, there was a listener who, when we were uh, talking about 90210, was like, you know, sometimes you just say an episode was so boring and, you know, you, you don't want... But uh, there's nothing about this episode <laughs> that I can try to make it yeah, interesting. Yeah, yeah, Very little goes down in the OC, bitch. I know. It's, yeah. it's interesting to talk about this show so far removed from it being like the biggest thing in the world yeah because yeah. yeah. watching it now even knowing it was going to be a soap opera for the new like generation of fox you know television yeah, yeah. i'm thinking like eh, like people were invested in this by episode eight because yeah. i'm not <laughs> yeah was it a, uh, a hit right away i think Did it, it was become one well because i don't think that shows were tackling things like teenagers doing drugs and yeah. like uh, yeah, maybe and, and, and boning each other and then uh and, and you know lighting things up in the OC. Yeah. And I think it was the right time for this show. I, I feel like it had a lot to do with like college culture being like a thing again. And I, like I know when I went to college and the show was still on, there was like, you know, we're going to the the rec room or whatever cuz it's time for the OC. People would do that. Like Ooh. everybody would go to the room that had the TV in it yeah. and they would watch everyone that was into the OC, there'd be big, you know, room full yeah. of people watching it. So I feel like that whole thing like oh we got what's gonna happen next this is our dynasty or like this is our like shitty you know That's what all the kids this is our saying. dallas right. <laughs> <laughs> this is our falcon crest yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, um our knots landing yeah Sorry. There you go. Okay. <laughs> our show that turned out to be in a snow globe at the end of it what was that one the hospital uh oh oh um uh Saint Elsewhere. Saint Elsewhere. Saint Elsewhere is a great movie. Uh, yeah, great yeah, very good. Uh, anyway, hey, what a crazy ending. <laughs> uh, You're good. <yeah>. What? <laughs> uh, so anyway, so the mom wants to send Marissa to a uh, facility in San Diego, and at first I was like. Because uh, uh, Delta Burke has a facility there. And I'm like, Delta Burke? Which is that Dr. Burke. No. And I'm like, oh, come on. I was hoping it would be Delta Burke. Uh, so then uh, Summer comes in to Seth's room and asks for help. Because, like, we got to bust her out of this hospital. Because yeah. uh, her mom says, wants to send her to crazy town. Um, crazy town. Yeah. She's like, oh, my God. She's a little butterfly. Sugar, baby. baby. Um <laughs> So then, very much. Thanks, Shitfly. <laughs> uh, so then, Eyebrows gets in trouble for trying to book court dates for his cases, and they're like, "Come on, we just settle everything. We're doing a volume business here. It's better for us." And Eyebrows is like, "Come on, that's not the kind of lawyer I am." And he's like, "Well, you shouldn't have taken this job, then, idiot." Yeah. yeah. And what is going on with your eyebrows? <laughs> Uh, I want so, you to shave those eyebrows. Yeah, shave those eyebrows. Maybe we'll let you go to court. <laughs> shave your eyebrows and stop going to court. <laughs> those are the two things we stand for here. Uh, so then Summer and Seth tried to get Dirty Little Ryan out of his test. He's in his test, taking the test, and then they just go to Dirty Little Ryan and they go, "Hey, we we're gonna bust uh, Marissa out of the out of the hospital. Blow off your test and come with us." And he's like, "All right, okay." Um, we're so, gonna bust her out of the hospital. Yeah, that's their plan. Why do they want to? But but like, isn't she supposed to be getting help? Yeah. Well, well, th because the mom wants to send her to a to, oh, like to a crazy, a crazy yeah, town, yeah, yeah, oh, crazy yeah. town. Um, I forgot, sugar baby. Yeah, come <laughs> on, sugar baby. Um, and uh, and they're like, oh, she doesn't need yeah. to, to go there. She just needs. to I got stop. lost in the sick reference to. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot it was an actual town of crazy. Yeah. 
Um, so then, what a uh, weird thing. We're gonna go bust her friend out of the hospital, man. So weird. We're gonna treat her. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we got a little shack out in the woods, and we'll tie your leg up with a bandage and leave you there. You know what we're gonna do? We're gonna give her more drugs. Yeah. <laughs> See how that works. Out. Take them with alcohol. Anything goes here. Yeah. <laughs> it's an experimental <laughs> yeah. procedure. Um, so then, Doctor Delta Burke uh, is ta- is. Who is played by April Grace? Who, if you don't know who that is, nope. she was the woman who was interviewing Tom Cruise in Magnolia. Um, oh, like the woman who's like the best at interviewing someone ever yeah. in a movie. Yeah, she's just got this voice. I could just listen to her ask questions forever. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's asking Marissa, like, "Well, weren't you anorexic? Your mom said you were anorexic." She's like, "No, it was just swim meet time or something. I was trying to slim down or something." And didn't you smoke and drink? And she's like, well, yeah, I'm guilty. <laughs> um, so then... Uh, but it uh, was swim meet time, and it's really boring. Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, so Summer plans to get uh, Seth and Dirty Little Ryan into the psych ward by dressing up like a candy striper, because she does that... Uh, um, as a as a volunteer thing sometimes. Okay. Um... And I'm starting to like her more, actually. She was a little bit better in this episode. I was like, I, I guess I see her worth now. Um, so Dr. Berth wants her to go Burke wants her to go to the crazy house, and Dad doesn't want her to go. He's like, no. But Mom's like, yeah, well, we're, she's going anyway. Um, so, they, so the gang comes up, and they plan to bust her out of the hospital by dressing her up like a candy striper, too. Uh, okay. But I'm like... She's just a fucking person. Yeah. Why don't they just take her out of the room and then walk? It's not a prison. Yeah. Why don't yeah. they just walk her out? <laughs> Give the her door? a hoodie and then be like, "Let's go." Yeah. Just walk the opposite direction of where the parents are, and then just go. They. It doesn't have to be an elaborate thing. But anyway, they bust her out. They're gonna give her like a new doctor name, and she'll walk around and be like, "Hello, I'm Doctor. <laughs> I'm Doctor Flams. <laughs> I'm going on my break forever. See you." <laughs> Um, hey, speaking of weird doctor names, yeah. Sorry for interrupting. No, but please. I, I was, <laughs> I was watching uh, the Cat in the Hat cartoon, the kids' okay. cartoon. Had that on the background yeah. on the old treehouse, and uh, uh, Cat in the Hat and the kids and thing one and thing two is like. Oh no! Someone, someone's sick. Time to go see Doctor Giggles. And I was like, <laughs> No! <laughs> don't, don't don't do that's the worst don't thing. Do kids there. Yeah. <laughs> I was dying. Yeah. It was so great. Because they kept on saying, "Let's go see Doctor Giggles." No, like, yeah, he'll murder you. Yeah. <laughs> he killed Dougie Fresh. <laughs> yeah. His his name is ironic. <laughs> uh, goodness. Yeah. So uh, yeah. So, so they get her out. Summer is trying to. Now this is this is a point that's uh, that's interesting enough. I think Summer is uh, trying to distract um, uh, that with being a, a candy striper. So she has like a, a cart with books on it, and Seth is like, "Oh, you got Madame Bovary there." And Summer's like, "Yeah, totally. Uh, I mean, I know Emma got her heart uh, like totally broken, but why did she have to eat arsenic?" Uh, and Seth is like impressed. He's like, uh, oh, you've read uh, Madame Bovary. I thought you were a fucking idiot. <laughs> and she's like, yeah, I've read it like five times. It's Tom Shale's favorite book. I'm like, That's why you read it five times. Yeah. But then they go on. She's like, it's Tom Shale's favorite book. And she's like, oh, actually, I should go check on him. He's very incontinent. So 
I figure what happened was uh, Tom Shales reviewed the OC and was like, this show is fucking garbage. Yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, so this is their wry oh. little smile and yeah. wink going like, oh, well, oh, yeah, well, yeah. Tom Shales can't control his poops and peeps. <laughs> <laughs> so... Uh, I don't think your television show is very good. You shit yourself. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Mr. Poopy Pants. <laughs> um, Let's be adults here. Yeah. Yes. So, uh, so then they hear the mom and the doctor coming, and Summer's trying to stall them. And then uh, by telling the doctor about this dream she had, she has a couple of funny beats there. And again, I was like, eh, good for you, Summer. You're right. You're starting to, to earn it. Uh, so then, so then, just as they're trying to escape, Luke shows up, and he and they think the plan is going to be fo- foiled. And they're like, uh, Luke's like, well, where are you trying to go? And and she's like, are you running away? And and they think that Luke's going to rat them out, but Luke goes, come this way, take the stairs. So Luke helps them out. Okay. Yeah. So then oh, eyebrows... Somebody mixed messages from Luke. Yeah. yeah he's a it. real emotional basket <laughs> case. <laughs> um, you know, one day you're a truck buddy. Yeah. The next day uh, he fucking hates you. The next day he's getting shot in the arm. Yep. Um, so uh, so then Eyebrows is having drinks with the sexy co-worker that Kirsten has a problem with. And Kirsten shows up at the uh, Mexican restaurant Uh-oh. at which okay. they're having drinks to confront him. Although she's there with Jimmy, you know, her ex-boyfriend. Yeah, that she's, she's like, smooched. Yeah. yeah. She's like, why are you having drinks with this woman? And I'm like... Why are you hanging Why out are you with your ex? hanging out with your ex-boyfriend yeah. who you fucked all the time and just kissed? Um, and then, so then Eyebrows is like, uh, wait, so then uh, Jimmy finds Marissa and the gang. Oh, yeah, Jimmy is uh, Tate Donovan. Yeah. He, yeah, shows, yeah. Uh, he shows them, and she's like, Dad, I don't want to go to Crazy Town. I want to live with you. Sugar baby. Uh, <laughs> 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 it's like, Dad, I don't want to go to Crazy Town. I want to live with you. I'll be there. And I love you very much. <laughs> I want to live with you and shit fly. <laughs> um, so, uh, uh, yeah. So then Jimmy gets a call from the mom, and the mom's like, uh, oh, you're the one who broke her out of the hospital. And meanwhile, Marissa slips out the door. And then she's hanging out with the gang, and Dirty Little Ryan says, uh, you know, if your mom's d- just doing this to keep me away from you, why don't I just stay away from you? And she's like, no, I don't want that. I want you to be around. And then Eyebrows is being yelled at by Kirsten for having a drink with that hot blonde lady. Yeah. And then Eyebrows is like, you spent the weekend painting with your ex-boyfriend. And I didn't accuse you of doing anything, mm. even though she was doing did. things. Yeah, yeah. doing things. Thanks. Uh, then Dirty Little Ryan calls Eyebrows for advice. And Eyebrows is like, I'll handle it. So then the next scene, Marissa's mom comes to Eyebrow's house and finds Dirty Little Ryan there and asks uh, where Marissa is. And DLR's like, I don't uh, don't know where she is. Um, Mm -hmm. And uh, and the mom is like, how can you cover for her? She needs help. And DLR's like, she didn't run away from the hospital. She ran away from you. You're being such a total biznatch. Uh, and Damn. he's like, look, you grew up in Riverside, which is not too far away from Chino. So we find out that the mom used to be a total skid as well. Oh. And he's like, you're just afraid of uh, losing what you have. Uh, but you're going to do that if you send your daughter to San Diego. And then uh, Marissa, Marissa shows up and she's like, look, mom, I'm right here. But I don't want to live with you anymore. I want to live with dad. 
And mom's like, this isn't over. And she walks out. No dice. And then Summer and Seth are talking by the pool. And Seth is like, oh, you still think you're going to be able to ignore me at, at school? And Summer's like, yeah. So then she leaves. <laughs> but then there's a little smile, which makes me think maybe she can't. Oh, man. And then mom wants to ask her about Tijuana or some bullshit. God, DJ. I'm so poor. DJ. <laughs> uh, sorry, DJ. Uh. Um, then Eyebrows asked uh, why Dirty Little Ryan left his test. And Dirty Little Ryan is like, uh, oh, I'm just going to go to, well, this says published school, but I think I'm <laughs> in public school. Uh-huh. Uh, he's like, I'll just go to public school. That's where I belong because I'm a fucking filth bag. Yeah. <laughs> um, and Eyebrows is like, look, I'll talk to the dean. Um, <laughs> so uh, so he goes. He you takes, let him in or I'm going to sue you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so then he, he, uh, he takes the test again and he passes and he gets to go to cool school. Hooray! Yay! Yeah. And then as they're walking away, this is a fun little button uh, for us specifically. Ooh. They're walking away. And they're like, oh, he's like, you're going to have to get your school ID picture taken. <gasps> and uh, and then Eyebrows is like, hey, w- check out my ID for my new job because he has to have like a professional ID. And everything. You can see my dick in Actually, it's just a picture of my dick that I held up. When I took the picture. Um, and then Seth looks at it and he's like, oh, my God, Dad, your eyebrows are out of control. <laughs> <laughs> They're so sandy. And I'm like, all right. They know that Peter yeah. Gallagher's on this show. Yes. And then uh, and he's like, yeah, well, good luck because it's hereditary. You you shit yourself. <laughs> he's like, oh, yeah? You do poops and peeps in your pants. <laughs> yeah. And then he runs away. <laughs> uh, so he says, yeah, well, it's hereditary. So I'm hoping that they're going to take this cue to oh. subtly <laughs> the show <laughs> Enlarging his eyebrows. Eyebrows yeah. bigger and bigger. <laughs> That'd be amazing. Yeah. It just oh. gets bushier and bushier as yes, the seasons please. go on. Yeah. To the point where he's just played by Andy Rooney by the, yeah. by the end nice. of it. Well, there was some music in your episode. What's the best? Uh, California, the opening song by uh-huh. Phantom Planet, as Art. always. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got a little bit of solo action from Paul Westerberg with Mr. Rabbit. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got some uh, down-tempo electronic by air with La Femme d'Argent. And we have some crunchy granola garbage from Guster with Keep It Together, who I guess they that, they, was, that was a band that they were really trying to have be a thing for a while, too. Yeah. We don't have a drummer, man, just like bongos and stuff. Oh, Woo. barf. <laughs> um, I'll so, tell you something about the music in this episode. I didn't notice any of it. Yeah, sometimes sure. you just don't sometimes even notice it. Sometimes it's just like there's nothing going on. Yeah, yeah. No, I have no idea what any of those songs were. I don't remember hearing Paul Westerberg at all. Yeah. And he's the only one I would really... I mean, Air, I would hear it going on, but I wouldn't be able to recognize yeah. it because it's all. it all sounds like the same bullshit. Yeah. I feel like that Paul Westerberg song has got to be like, Hello, Mr. Rabbit. <laughs> How are you today, Mr. Rabbit? Waiting for Mr. Rabbit. Yeah. <laughs> you pooped your pants. Waiting for Mr. Rabbit to poop his pants. To poop inside his pants. Gonna be little round poops all up in his pants. Oh, man. Yep. <laughs> Sounds like Paul yeah. Westerberg to me. Went downhill. Uh, <laughs> it was <great>. so good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Classic working, yeah. <laughs> working blue collar rabbit poop song. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it was in the old beer, beer drinking, rabbit pooping yeah. <laughs> solo career. 
Oh, well, next week, uh, is it Greg next week? Yeah. Yes, with episode nine. Nine. Nine, nine of the OC. We yeah. will uh, get with that episode. We will figure out what's going on. We I would not get with it. I would not have thought that at the end of an ep- my episode last week, which ended with somebody maybe dying yeah. and like a hero we shot from a above, dud. that we'd get like a, we're going to break her out of the... Yeah, like, yeah. But it's like that episode, which the Tijuana episode was exciting enough, I yeah. guess. It's like they, they were like, ah, yeah, she died, and then she got a break, or like, all right, she might be overdosed. Let's just take a nap They for skipped an hour. over the drama. Yeah. Yeah. They skipped over the, oh, my God, is she maybe dead or not? They and they saved went right, it up for yeah. nine. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Hopefully. So we'll do that next week. We will watch uh, Jason Bourne, and we will watch, uh, I've already read on Nerve. 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 Yeah. Um, we will talk about the album Casey gave us, which was... <laughs> oh, flying, uh, high flying bird, yeah. bird oasis, yes. oasis, high flying bird, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. burrito we'll do, boys. We'll burrito. I can't think of that's why <laughs> a flying and I just said burrito. The flying burrito, the burrito boys. boys. Yeah. So we'll talk about that. We will roll for movies. Um, as always, please email us your your thoughts about any of the stuff that we've talked about. If you're a fan of the OC and you want to weigh in, I know we're ripping on it a little, but it is kind of boring so far. But we we are gonna yeah. keep rolling with it. I know it's going to get crazy. So email us at info at modernsuperior.com with yeah. your thoughts on our opinions and more. And yeah. Your own opinions. This huh? Friday, definitely check out A Frame Apart. Yep. And go to facebook.com slash S-Y-N-W-P-C. Uh, we post uh, movie trailers and stuff that we end up talking about. So if you'd like to chime in on there, uh, you can you can have a little uh, discussion thread going on. Yeah. We had a great one for the Ghostbusters. So mm. lots of discussion. Great points made debate. by Terry Cole. Totally. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So shout out. And uh, we will see you next Wednesday. As always, goodbye, Internet. And uh, I guess there, there there was a ghost at the end of Safe Haven. Yeah, it's been a while. And there you know was. what? That ghost was pooped in his pants. His pants. <laughs> <laughs>
been a presentation of the Modern Superior Media Network.